good choice of music. You like that music? Oh, yeah. I dig this. The song's called Hot Thing. Hot yeah. Thing. It's for uh, an extra special episode number 69. Yeah, 69. <laughs> always get deeper when he said that. Yeah. Nobody here thought that was funny because we're yeah. all very mature, <laughs> responsible citizens. You might expect that we have some dirty, depraved episode. Well, it is about in, penis store enlargement, right? Huh? It's about penis enlargement. Isn't that what we're talking about? It might get brought up. Special happenstance <laughs> could could be a possibility. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, it's uh, it's, a, it's an episode about money and taxes and oh, the government and. Sorry, I did not get the memo. <laughs> In hindsight, we have our guests with us tonight, Carson and Taryn Sands of Sands Co. and What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast and books. Hello, <laughs> yes, <laughs> thanks for have, having us. Yeah, it's good to have y'all back. It's almost been two years. I was wondering how long it had been. I think it was um, April of 2022. So we're getting close. Before we started our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Before we started your podcast. Uh, we're going to dive right into that. But anyways, welcome back to Whiskey Bros Around the Table, the highly rated, highly anticipated, most unprofessional mm-hmm. podcast oh. you might ever find. But we're here. <laughs> we are. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my shirt. Only because Taryn's here. You know, and you, right. It's usually you never know what she's going to say. Yeah. yeah. You get That's that edit button ready hey, Oh yeah. when I'm she talks. Wait. <laughs> does, does everybody have a beverage? I don't. No, I do not. Oh, well, then somebody's got to help Carson out right. here. You want oh, tequila? Oh, man. Nika? I see okay. how it is. You gave my beautiful wife something to drink, and you mm-hmm. said, fuck that. <laughs> yep. I had he, two I bottles waiting for me. He, he did, well, he did say. We do have this barrel bourbon as well, which is a great Mm. It's a great one. Which one? But if you like Which single one is malts, it, the Nika is the way to go. I'll try it. It looks. I've never seen a bottle like this. Plus, it has uh, Japanese writing on it. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it Must be good. Japanese whiskey. It's very Japan. Good. It could have just as easily been Chinese. I, I wouldn't have known the difference. But. Nicely done, man. Thank you. Nicely done. What are you? What are you? Oh, you're pouring the barrel. Okay. Yes, barrel bourbon. I, I really do love these selections. <laughs> I'm just watching Doc Four's drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Happy cheers. holidays. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Happy cheers. end of yes. tax season cheers. for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Thank yeah, you. All Thank you things. very much. I hope you that drink te- is tequila good. neat. Yeah. He said you like tequila, so I, do. I brought the finest. That I Patron do. is the whiskey drinker's tequila. That one's um, aged in uh, whiskey barrels for, I forget how long, but it's good. 37 it's a, years. A double anejo. Exactly <laughs> exactly <I'm> 37 <laughs> years. I mean, the man down there knows his shit. What can I say? And this Nika is good. Usually, if you say something has an aftertaste, it, that's bad. But this one, I think it finishes cleaner than it starts. Mm. It, has it a, starts pretty good, too. It, mm-hmm. it has like a campfire smoky finish to me. I mean, that's that single malt quality for sure, but yeah. I get a little of the campfire. In I it get a little bit yeah. of that, but in a good way, not like the yeah, not double the over, smoke campfire over, yeah. of the high west. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> beautiful restaurant, beautiful views, awful, awful whiskey. Yeah. Uh, when did y'all get to go there? Um, It was for one of our anniversaries. Was it? Yeah, she okay. took me there and we did a, um, a flight. Mm. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> for tequila <laughs> drinkers, I imagine so. And but but for whiskey drinkers, it was I just bad. didn't yeah. like any. I tried four and I didn't like any of them, which Did, it was probably 
their four lower end ones. Yeah. I know that some people really like their stuff. I just didn't like it. Did you, uh, did you, Taryn, did you get into the uh, Midwinter's uh, Night's Dram? No. Did you get to try that one? Okay. Well, that's like their, that's mid, uh, um, High West Pappy. You know, that's their, it's their creme de la creme. I uh, know. We got their, um, Lowest tier campfire. Uh, that one's rough. Yeah, and, and it was their four cheapest, probably from on the flight. Yeah, but. that one's rough. Yeah. I remember we all started with that back in the day at Trinity, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it was good." Yeah, no, you're full of shit. You're just trying to look cool. Never like <laughs> yeah. campfire was a great name for it, though. I mean, it literally tastes like you put campfire ashes mm. in a decent <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> we we've just learned that campfire and whiskey don't go together mm. in any form. No, that other one y'all had, that one tasted more like you put cigarette ashes yeah, in. Yeah. Which yeah. one was that? That was the Traeger. Traeger one. Whistle yeah. Pig. What was it? Smokehouse. I can't remember Traeger the name. It's like um, it's like having a traumatic experience. Yeah. Just and your mind does it. this thing to where it's like, you forget it. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I can't remember the name. Farm stock, smokehouse. I can't remember. Something smokehouse. You really hated it. I really hated but it. But the uh, how was really the boo the rye? It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Bure good. Or however you want to call it. And then uh, UPKA. I've still got a yeah, bottle of that, that stashed away. As, uh, yeah. as soon as I found out they weren't going to make it anymore, I'm like, that one goes in the safe. You know, an investment. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. See, they had the double rye. Yeah, I'm um, not big on that one either. Yeah, it was I a little one. too... It was good. It, it was, See, I liked it in old fashions because it would cut through. It did cut through. It yeah. was pretty yeah. ripe. It was pretty ripe. So you're right. saying it was so good you needed to add sugar to it to make yes. it palatable. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Some things are that way. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Doesn't mean you don't drink them. You yeah. just you just have to pick your method. Right. <laughs> well, how's everything going with you guys since we uh, last spoke? The last two years. A little bit to sum up here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've started your own podcast. What Your CPA Wants You to Know podcast on all the available platforms. I'm a fan. Is anybody else in here a fan? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I liked it, but I don't even watch ours. So, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I, I'll go through and review all of our stuff, as agonizing as it can be sometimes. And I'm asking, like, what do you think about this part in the episode? He's like, like oh. I don't yeah. listen to our shit, man. Uh-huh. Okay. Carson doesn't listen either. Really? It drives me crazy. I, I listen when she interviews someone else and I'm not in it. Yeah. But anything that you know, I'm on already. I don't like to hear my own voice that much. Well, here's something you can relate to. I find it like, you know, Saturday morning game footage. Like you can go in and kind of review like, oh, I sounded like an idiot here. I used the wrong word here. Like last week I used the word unassemble. Well, clearly the word is disassemble. (laughs) And I'm just beating myself senseless over that for, I don't know, a full day. I didn't even catch it, man. Uh, What you got to do is is use it more after you find the mistake and just do it with a lot of confidence and people will just think that they're (laughs) stupid. (laughs) (laughs) How how many of you have seen the movie Boondock Saints? I have. Okay. And the sequel. Oh, oh yeah. Good sequel, too. Uh, Boondock Saints? Heath, have you seen Boondock Mm -hmm. Saints? Do you remember when the uh, he used the word? <laughs> There's a lot of symbology here, <laughs> and it's uh, it's uh, symbolism. Yeah, the word is symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> what the hell is that actor's name? He's the one that played the Green Goblin in the yeah, first um, uh, William Defoe. W- yeah, yeah, William, William Defoe. Defoe, and yeah. he just had that you know quintessential William Defoe assholiness, and it was yeah. like the word is symbolism. <laughs> yeah. Symbolism. And the movie yeah. had Ron Jeremy in it too. Oh man, it's a great. That. Yeah, I need to go back and revisit that. That's a 20 year old movie now. Oh, yeah, it's so good though. Oh, I used to be able to quote the whole line from the courthouse. 
you know, now you shall receive this. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. But I'll I'll spare everybody. But I love the the <laughs> stuttering bartender. Oh yeah. What is it? You he always make, makes his metaphors. Make, make like a tree. And make get like the a, fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so great. And then you know what? Another old movie is Black Hawk Down. I watched that one the other day. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty. Oh, that's ancient. a cool. I'm feeling pretty ancient. But yeah, that was that movie was like ahead of its time. Yeah, it really was. There was no bullshit. It was just all right. action. Yeah. Um. I mean, technically, no. no. It was no, it was after its time. It was after its time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean, as far as like the cinematography, tech, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cinematography and the technical aspects, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was about the time of Gladiator as well. It was another good movie. Right. Um, there was like that era from '95 to 2005, where it's just great, yeah, sh- great war stuff, and now everything is just Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, Saving. That Pri- was another that one that led the way. Right. And then you had the series Band of Brothers that came out, and it was just just a great decade. Right. And then Marvel and Disney yeah, and all it's, that. It's impossible to get anything in the theater unless you're owned by Disney now. I know. Like, <clears throat> it really is. And, and then, I do like some of the stuff. I mean, I am getting tired of superhero movies. Taryn is way more tired of them. Yeah. Than I can't. And there's so many of them to keep up with. Like, yeah. how in the hell do you keep up with the timeline? You need to be a 16-year-old boy with nothing to do. There you go. Or a you know 28-year-old that lives in the mom's basement. But yeah. Well, it just <laughs> either will work. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah. I, and it's it's almost like they work through like the big ones. They mm-hmm. they got through the meat of the Marvel universe, but then they're just now like just trying to continue it. And it's well, just, they, and oh, they, they have to keep so going bigger. Bad. So then they have the the one with. Uh, <clears throat> What's her name that was married to Brad Pitt? Angelina Jolie, and mm-hmm. she's in there, and it's like they're gods, and I mean, I mean, they have to keep making it bigger and bigger. But Thor was already a god, so they're like more god. What? And wow. I, don't know, I didn't even watch that one, but it looked crazy. Okay, so have y'all read the the Iliad, and the Odyssey? Oh yeah, he's like he said that compares to modern day Marvel characters, like they're demigods, yeah. and then you have your Zeus and. I'm struggling to read those things. They're tough. I'm, I'm starting with the Iliad, and they said it's the toughest. Yeah, the Odyssey. I think Odyssey, is a you actually digest. have more of a storyline. You have uh, <coughs> you, you, a main character. You're not following like 20 characters, you know. But do you like to listen to audiobooks and when you're working and stuff, right? Yes. So That's probably but you just time. have to be careful that because old stuff like that gets recorded by a hundred different narrators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to find the right person. Or you could get somebody with a really heavy British accent that put you to sleep. Yeah. Um, no offense to people with really heavy British accents. <laughs> but, but they put you to sleep. <laughs> but if you're gonna offend somebody, I mean a British person would probably be Lying the best choice. bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to be careful because some of those the classics they've been recorded a hundred different times. If you can find it by Scott Brick, he yeah. records a lot of the classics. He would be the go-to. I can open my up. Speaking of Great Britain and the the British Isles, y'all just had a trip across the Atlantic to yeah. Ireland, right? Yeah. We did for How our tenth anniversary. You took your kids and everything this time. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was awesome. We took twenty-five people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we just told everyone that we were going to go back for 10 years, and then we blinked, and 10 years was here. Yeah. And so out of, like, 50 people that went to our wedding, 25 people came back with us. So it was was awesome. We took our babysitter with us, so full disclosure, we had an extra set of hands because one person to one kid seemed to be the right ratio there. Well, yeah, and there's so many things that we did there where – 
they're just not as keen on the safety things as they are in America. They're like, eh, if you're stupid, then, you know, go for it. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and, and, you know, kids are all stupid. So we were like, yeah, if we're each holding a kid by the hand, then the third one's going to jump off the cliffs of more, which we knew we were going to go see. There's no safety rails. <laughs> no. I mean, they're just uh, like, really? don't, don't get close. It's a cliff, dude. You don't need safety rails. Just yeah. don't get close to the edge. That's their attitude. In America, that. that would need a committee and then a decision from the committee and then a half a year to get permits. And, yeah. yeah. And then you got to put a rail up. Sign I mean, the Empire the State Building has like chain link around the top of it because mm-hmm. they're like, no, people are stupid. But over there, they'd just be like, well, I mean, it's a uh, building. You're going to jump. You're going to Don't, gonna don't jump. fall. Like, yeah. Don't get close to the edge unless you want to fall. So we thought having one adult per kid would be safer. That's a smart so. idea because I'm learning that children get into everything. It's yes. like their goal is to see like, can I die today? Yeah, mm-hmm. their goal is to die. Today you have my, to stop them. My daughter learned to unplug the Christmas lights, remove ornaments from the tree, and then um, uh, uh, like pick up the end of the vacuum cord with the prongs. Obviously, it's not electrified because it's unplugged. And then put that in her mouth and smile at me like... <laughs> <laughs> Look what I Keep did. Keep on your toes. <laughs> so yeah, three, three, three to three. Your ratio is pretty good there with uh, having the babysitter. That's a smart decision. Not everybody gets to do that though. Um, what all did you see while you were there? Well, we went to back to we started in Dublin, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was cool. And then we went to Waterford Castle, and that's where we got married. Okay. So we got to spend some time there. On it's on an island, and it's super cool. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we went to. Uh, Giant's Causeway, yeah, which those, is by the ocean. It's so cool. They're all hexagonal stones, yeah. right? Yes. And it looks like they're carved by man, but it's just over time erosion. Is, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's, mm. It looks like if Giant's had an asphalt road or something, that's kind of what it looks like. Is, is, it, uh, is it really as impressive in person? It's yeah. not more. one of those Instagram really things. Is. Even more, and when your kids are old enough, I mean, it's like a playground. Yeah. We're just like climbing up stuff, and like, again, no safety. No. no, so it's like they no. can they can oh. be a little adventurous. We totally yeah. could have fallen off so easily. <laughs> yeah, that makes it even more enjoyable, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. I mean, you're not really being held back, and yeah, it's up to the parent to go. Don't be stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're stupid, you will die. Yeah, that so was a lot of fun. Basically what we said. <laughs> what does it feel like in Ireland? Like, does it feel like a different time? Sometimes, you know, or, or does yeah. it feel like just? I mean, Dublin's a city. Okay, there, so that that feels very about a million normal. people there, and then the whole rest of the island, there's only two million more. There, the total population okay. is like three million for the whole country, wow. and a million of them are in Dublin. So you get outside of Dublin, and not, probably half a million in Galway, maybe maybe not that many, but you get outside of those two big cities, and you have this. It's probably a little bit smaller than Texas, the whole country, but mm-hmm. still, there's. A million and a half people spread out throughout the country there. It does feel like another time. And a lot of the counties, they're required to build their fences out of the stone that they find in that county just to keep it realistic. Oh, that's interesting. Just, just it keeps that uh, that look, the shepherd look and everything yeah. like that. And it's it's really cool. There's that's, castles everywhere. So is that does that carry across Europe? You're not going to see skyscrapers of uh, fast food joints and <laughs> it, it depends on the place so that's there too it there's only some, in dublin that's yeah. it oh but he said the rest of europe oh yeah yeah um, yeah but if you're in like so so the big city still feels yeah. like the big city yeah. yeah it doesn't matter whether it's like dallas houston or berlin okay right. yeah right right when, when we were in parts of uh munich yeah parts of munich or even you know like new york yeah. almost and then other parts are 
it depends on what places have been destroyed by the war too, because they try to preserve old buildings and important buildings and stuff. But there was mm-hmm. things in in Germany and in England that were destroyed by the war, less so in other countries. Well, in Prague, I don't remember ever seeing like a McDonald's or fast food or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Okay, that's yeah. what I'm just. You know, you drive through a small town in America, and it's just a sea of neon signs sticking 400 feet into the atmosphere, just like attracting little insects. Come in, beckoning to us. Even in Sedona, we were in Sedona and it's this supposed to be this like spiritual town in, in Arizona and everything. The first thing you'll see when you Google it is that they're the only place in the world where there's uh, turquoise golden arches. For McDonald's. So the what? very first thing when you wow. Google Sedona will be the effing McDonald's with turquoise arches. Everyone's so excited about. I'm like, same really? Food. Oh my it's, gosh. it's still McDonald's. Is the food different? No, no. it's not. It's the same food. That's in there, depressing. So. Yeah, it's I forgot y'all just got back from Sedona. How was that trip? That was that was no, no kids, kids, right? <laughs> no that kids. was yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> we did some awesome hikes. We got really lucky with the weather. It, it rained everyone out of hiking and it scared them away. So we got to do the most popular hike, one of the most popular hikes in the country. Uh-huh. And there's usually like a three-hour wait to take pictures and, and everything, and there was nobody there. So it was really cool. Nobody? Uh, uh, there was like... I would think that it would be extremely like, popular uh, like popular right now with holidays. So and, that day it rained and people were scared uh, to go on the, the hike. Fair weather. But it didn't yeah. rain that hard. So yeah. we just like, we got some ponchos and we just did it. I'll be damned. Yeah, here, yeah, here's the McDonald's good. with turquoise. <laughs> Thanks blue for pulling that up. We marches. just needed, you know, confirmation. Yeah, it's hideous. Number one tourist <laughs> attraction there. Go take your picture there. That's sad. I think Jeez. the guy that started McDonald's maybe really liked Sedona, and so he did a special one there. Something weird. I don't know. And so maybe that makes it a little more okay because it was back when McDonald's had real burgers and not whatever they have now. Yeah, yeah. But so, how do you feel about McDonald's? <laughs> you should hear our kids talk about McDonald's. They think yeah. it's like a curse word or something. And if someone says, "Yeah, I went to McDonald's," they're like, oh, "No." You, we we went by on Thanksgiving. We drove <laughs> right. by it, and they're like, "Yes, McDonald's is closed. Thank God." Oh like, man, that's really reassuring to hear. It's nice. like you, you, we brainwash them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I've shown you, them what what they make the nuggets out of and everything. If you so. didn't brainwash them, they'd be brainwashed the other way by the yeah. shit they see on TV with advertisements yeah. and Ronald McDonald and all the cute oh, little man. characters. It's I not, remember the commercials when I was a kid. They yeah. were mesmerizing. Yeah. Yeah. So you, how did you pull off some of the pictures that I saw on Instagram? Because you had y'all doing like yoga poses and stuff, but from across the canyon, from wherever the camera was. Tripod. Yeah. Tripod. I and, made Carson and a, carry my tripod. And a, did you have like a timer on it or a ro- remote yeah i just started a video and videoed the whole thing and pulled some pictures from that and then there was a lady that came up and she took more for us too so okay it was very just us and like a couple of people out there it was awesome i didn't know if you might have gotten famous enough to where some photographer was like oh no. i think you're photographed no not there yet <laughs> i don't know why it talks like <laughs> no. this in Sedona, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> but we're not shy to ask people i mean when i say there was no one there i mean they say there's a three-hour wait but there was like 10 people we yeah. just we just I mean, walked there right were up. a few people we could ask for Okay. To help us take pictures. Cool. But it's mostly, Sedona is, is mostly just beautiful, right? Oh, yeah. So With pretty. how the, it's situated between the the rocks and... Yes. Okay. Exactly. It is. It's. I said that, and then the tour guide said the same thing. It's the perfect blend of, like, the Colorado Red Rock area mm-hmm. yeah. with, like, New Mexico mountain forest like area. Deserts, and it's yeah. like they just smash the two together. Oh, that's it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's... it's, it's re- and when you're in Sedona, you're surrounded by the... 
the cliffs and the, the mountains mm-hmm. and everything, the red rock. So Very really cool. We did go to the vortexes and get some healing. Yeah, so that's cool. Those are interesting, aren't they? Yeah. yeah where shit I mean, rolls uphill. You can, there was, uh, really? have you ever yeah. heard of these things? No. Yeah. There's one in Montana. I've never been to the one in Arizona, but the, like there's a gravitational vortex, as they say. And like, you can have a ramp that goes, you know, lower what? ends here, higher ends here, put a ball in and <laughs> roll right up it. There's, there's some magnetism. Um, now the, the scientific thing about the magnetism is true. There's maybe half a percent to 1% more magnetism in, in Sedona in general and specifically in those vortex spots. Mm-hmm. Um, whether there's any science to the healing properties that it has, uh, there's no evidence yet. Uh, from what everyone's, you know, from what I read about it, but uh, but you know, it's it, the trees do grow in a weird twisting pattern there. And birds don't and typically fly through there. If you've noticed that, it's eerily quiet. It typically. is very and, and quiet. And if you, if you have a magnet and hold it, it will not swing with the wind. It will swing with the magnetic uh-huh. field, um, even if the wind's blowing the other way. And then uh, there's some other weird things like. Huh. Your compass can be thrown off in certain areas and well, things one, like that because of I magnetism. At, you could like lean at a very, very steep degree and not fall on your face. Oh huh. no, Had it, they didn't have yeah. that. Okay, interesting. That's. I just think it's a you know an error in the simulation that we live in, and some <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, maybe some stuff's gone right. whack there. You know, the programmer hadn't figured it out yet. You know, but but sounds like we should have played my music before we started talking. About <laughs> <laughs> no, <really. laughs> but how did the places like that come to be? Because you, at, at some point, like through history, you have this growing realization that okay, this place just feels odd. Yeah, and you know, and then and then maybe like the culture just kind of centers it around like gives it some label of healing and then well, all were, of a sudden people are traveling to the place to no they were they were healing. widely known by uh native americans and indigenous people and that's where the healing thing came from and that's so interesting Is it navajo yeah. that are in sedona yeah, yeah. okay yeah. yeah and they believed in that there were spirits there and all Absolutely. kinds of crazy stuff so, so so there's something different about those those places very that much we can't so. explain very much so yeah they believed it yeah yeah and there's the the they call it new age people, but the the psychics and the tarot card readers and everything. I mean, they're on every corner. It's crazy the number really? of people, the crystal Crystals, salesmen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's wild. It's like an energy place. Yeah. Are, uh, didn't you try some crystal stuff when you Meth. were going through a? I mean, well, <laughs> that's a different kind of crystal. Different kind of crystal. <laughs> Get some work done. <laughs> This program sponsored by Crystal Meth. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit done today. <laughs> no, no shit. I think you that's did, the only thing I you didn't, didn't try. try crystals no, when you, I would have. I wouldn't have tried it. Yeah, that's kind of, there's a big movement with that right now. Yeah. And they're like healing crystals, and I don't know what all they do. I've never seen them. We yeah, did take our oh, socks off and everything to make sure oh, we yeah. got all the healing power. To ground yeah. into the vortex and the magnetism. Right. Yeah. I, I don't okay. believe it works, but it's not that kind of thing. It's not a spiritual thing where you have to believe in it. Either it works or it doesn't. So if it works, then Great. it worked. It did Great. something for me. Or if it didn't, then it didn't do anything. So yeah, I, well, know, I know a lady that quit wearing deodorant because she has a deodorant crystal. Does it work? Oh, she says I haven't worn deodorant in like years. Did you sniff her pits? I didn't smell her. So yeah, that would definitely. Did you tell her I need you pit. to take off all your clothes? I'm going sniff you just to see. <laughs> My nose up in it. You know, there's some hair down there too. Then if that's going on, she's not yeah. shaving those pits, I don't know, man. man. I don't know. We're learning some interesting stuff. You know, like think about red light therapy. Mm-hmm. You know that. UV. Uh, yeah, oh, no, not UV no. infrared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual no, no, actual light. like red light therapy. Okay, so basically, certain wavelengths actually interact with the mitochondria to you know displace you know, 
uh, oxygen for nitrogen, yeah, or or something like that. Like there, we're learning some weird stuff actually affects us that we didn't think had any effect on us whatsoever. Yeah, that's crazy. I just met yeah. somebody up at the chief, and they were talking about they fell down some stairs and jacked up their arm, and that's what they used. Yeah, red light yeah, yeah, uh-huh. red light. Or uh, um, different wavelengths of, like, current, too. Or this whole idea of going outside and, and quote-unquote, grounding. Or getting, like, natural sunlight and not slathering yeah. yourself in chemical-laden um, UV blocking stuff because, you know, we kind of evolved and grew. Yeah, and we're not just hashing an old <laughs> Joe Rogan episode that was recently on, but... Uh, I haven't listened to him in a while. Yeah, Gary Brecco <clears throat> was actually a pretty good one. Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned him last and He week. talked about all this stuff, too, but yeah. but there is some scientific basis behind what he's saying and or some of the claims. Yeah. Uh, oh, we even did an episode on that. You go out and charge your butthole. Yeah, sun yeah, your, just lay, lay on the lawn, like open your cheeks up <laughs> to the sun. And and if you're in the city, do it in your front lawn so everybody knows what you're up to, right. and then you start a trend. Right. You might go to jail, Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to start a trend. It's no, trend if, it, if it's some hippy-dippy bullshit reason that you're doing it, then you can definitely get away with it. And in fact, anybody... Yeah. You know, giving you a hard time about it is a hate crime. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, true. So, yeah, I would not be surprised if there was not something to those places just because we can't be. describe it. The magnetism. I mean, yeah. When people wear those copper wrist things, oh, like all yeah. the old dudes, and that yeah. isn't that something to do with the magnetism or something? Yeah, that's what, I mean, and, and not that I understand that. And I don't either, but but I think you have those people that do that, and then you have the people that think the magnetism at the vortexes or something is magical. Did, so right, did y'all ever have those bracelets that had like the two magnets? Yeah, that's what he's talking about. No, no, no. Where, he's talking about just regular like copper, copper bracelets that are malleable. These were like they always show old dudes golfing with them on the commercials yeah, for them and everything. These were like uh, latex or rubberized, and they had two little silver emblems on them. And if you the test I did was if you put it on or you do a test with your flexibility before you put it on and you could only go so far one way or the other or stretch. And then you put this thing on and you're like, Oh, you know, you're the exorcist all of a sudden. Yeah. But that's, I've, I've always looked at that as being a phenomenon, you know, it's the power of suggestion. Yeah. Yeah. Usually whenever I like bend down to touch my toes on the second time, I can go farther than the first time. How often do you do that? All the time. I haven't touched my toes in really? years. I haven't touched my really? toes in years. No. No. Okay. So you should, you know, just as a point of like personal improvement, like touch your toes every day. Dude, I am like, I'm all torso. I'm six foot three. Yeah. And most of my shit is torso. So you don't get out of bed and like touch your toes? Never. Okay. So this week, do that. You know, even if you got to bend your knees quite a bit. You just like get out of bed and like. Oh, I thought the the point rear was to back not back and then goes knees. touch your toes, and then rear back again. My wife's gonna be toes. like, "What the fuck have you gotten into?" <laughs> yeah, no, that's it's called stretching. Right? Like Benjamin Franklin did it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if old Ben Franklin did it, then by God, so can Firebro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't he get syphilis from his mistress in France? I, or I I, I heard that. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I did hear Where's that. Where's a conspiracy well. corner I intro know. here? Yeah, or a conspiracy crossroads. We need some of that. Do you have anything of that today? No conspiracy I crossroads. Mean, I, I could probably find something pretty quick. I, I, I texted Not out really. about this this thing. Um, texted who out? I don't want to say it because it'll kind of take some of the flair out if it does become our conspiracy crossroads. But here I'll do. I need the let music. Me pull it up on the. Uh, do I need the music? Yeah. Okay. Do it. <laughs> he's been wanting to do the music. Yeah. So yeah he's been wanting to do it. Where's my mouse? You gotta find the music. 
And the music. Mm-hmm. And the music. How do you even find things for the conspiracy corner when every conspiracy is starting to turn they out to be true? I don't have you. to. I don't have they to find look. you. It just comes to me. Here it's we go. Here like we they go. all end here up being go. real. Here we go. Here we go. This is how you know we're almost a professional podcast. And now it's time for conspiracy crossroads with Savage Bro. Except it's not tonight. Tonight we're Bob Perfagley. Okay, so. Eating old beef might oh. be better than eating young beef. Yeah, we got to save this for a whole other episode. Isn't, isn't aged beef a thing? It's, Isn't that how it gets yeah, aged. So that, that so, whole long. Let me look it up on my phone just for a chance to shut it down. No, we're doing it next episode. Because well, <laughs> yeah. we can go on. For, I mean, the episode's about them tonight specifically. Okay, and we could go on for thirty <laughs> but I minutes. Did. About I had this. I had a patient that came in and and he said, "Yeah, here's here's one for you guys." Mm-hmm. Uh, and and then. I looked it up, and and he might be right. This whole idea that we should be eating younger cows, okay, because they're safer. Yeah, but maybe we're missing out on a lot of flavor that um, that older cows are actually better tasting, better tasting, and a little more tender. Uh, uh-huh. France, I know, likes older beef. I think the Brits do too, perhaps. But you could put a five year old steak. On a counter in a, you know, typically a, an 11 to 15-month-old mm-hmm. calf, a steak cut from that, and there's going to be a, a huge color difference. There's going to be a dark, dark ruby red from yeah. that old cow and then, a, you know, a bright, more of a pinkish red from that from that calf. Right, right. So Well, and apparently at the uh, butcher themselves, like whenever they process the older beef, they have to cut out the spine. Mm-hmm. Because of mad cow disease, which yeah. we haven't seen thankfully no. in a long time, right. but That's other than that, to eat cow brain too, right? Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't, don't, don't eat any brains. Yeah, just don't. Yeah, especially don't human eat. brains. Yeah. Don't eat human brains. But the lady that sold me my crystal said that it makes you smarter. Well, um, well, I don't know what kind of crystal she's selling you, but you probably shouldn't consume them or touch <laughs> yeah, them. And- uh, it was blue, and you're supposed to smoke it. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Made by Walter White, uh, the artist. Okay, back to it. Back to you guys. Okay, um, so you're unimpressed by the whole conspiracy crossroads. I'm, I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Yeah. It's like it kind of blew my mind, quite frankly, that there's a whole industry built around getting cows to market it's younger. Just- it it's a cultural thing. It's a regional thing. And it's like, you know, we can age beef in an aging fridge. And that taste, uh, somebody might love it and other people's aren't. Now, I go back and forth. 50, I'm not 50% of the time, but some of the time, I want some aged beef. Yeah. Most of the time, I just like it right off the shelf. Right. But this. It's a regional thing. There's I don't no, know. There's That's, no nutritional differences, I really don't think. So should we be seeking out a steak from like a 15-year-old cow just to experience it? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Good luck finding Josh. that. Yeah. They, I mean, they're going to be the ones to ask. Yeah. So. Okay. And don't okay, you get settled. more meat that way? So. Mm, depends. Okay. Not, not typically. What do you mean by that? Like get more so meat? So they, they from... get bigger. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, usually gotcha. when you're, uh, when you're, okay. All right. To be specific here, usually when you're getting an older animal, it's a, it's an animal that's been put out to pasture, lived most of its life consuming grass and natural ruminants versus a calf that's been grass fed, hay fed, and then high protein and high fat content to really get that <clears throat> marbling and that fat out. So, yes, massive flavor differences. Tenderization may be one thing, but nutritionally, it may be, aged cow may be a little bit healthier because you're going to have 
a, an animal that's not been fed grains typically to be finished. So then if you compared a grass-fed old cow to a grass-fed young cow, would there be any nutritional difference? No, no. As long as, uh, as, long as they have not been finished out with grains and high fat, um, you know, cubes, like whatever. more omega-6 to omega-9s or omega-3s to omega-6s. That's doctor talk. That's not farmer <laughs> talk. So, yes. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't right? know much about all that. Just they put it on the label in my fish oil pills. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but maybe a lot of people who aren't butchering their old cow because they think they're just going to get a bunch of hamburger meat out of it, they might need to rethink that. Well, at that point, what else are you going to do with it? If it I mean, if it's past make having steak. babies and yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, typically, I mean, well, there may be a threshold. There, you, old cow referenced in this article may be, fi- I mean, 10 year old, 15. They, it, was they, it specifically yeah. 15? Year- okay, hmm. so that's I, interesting. I want to say they tried three different uh ages, yeah, and and one was your typical, like, what 30 month. <sighs> No, and typically like it's a, 21, 21 days. Oh, oh no, hold on, sorry. No, I'm no, thinking, I, of, I'm thinking about hanging, hanging yeah, it and after processing, like thirty month old cow. Uh, not necessarily. No, I mean you're looking at a year to fifteen months with what you probably see predominantly on shelves. Wow, thirty. Yeah, I mean 30, 30 months is is out there. Wow, interesting. That, even though I'm not a, a vegan or anything, it makes me a little bit sadder to think about a one year old cow being my hamburger than a fifteen year old. It's like Fifteen, you had a pretty good life, yeah. And especially cows. I mean, fifteen years, you've done everything a cow can do in fifteen years. So you don't eat, you don't eat veal then, huh? No, I do all the time. Veal parmesan (laughs) is so good. Throw some eggplant on top of that. But veal means a lot of things too. Sometimes it's like a delicacy, but also some of the veal farms are just to like get crappy meat for crappy meat sources, right? It's like. Yeah, like I mean, like the dairy farms, they yeah. they spit out the the male cows that they aren't going to use for breeding, right. and they just send them to the veal farms, and they don't mean the fancy kind of veal. No, they're going to be <clears throat> that shitty meat that shitty nobody veal. wants to eat. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And, and but 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 sometimes it's like oh veal parmesan, and it's going to be expensive. <laughs> I don't so, know. I don't know. Or is it the same shitty shit? And they're just charging a premium for it, and I'm falling for you it. You can cover up a lot of stuff by deep frying something. So. Yeah, D- deep fry, put marinara yeah. and cheese on it. You could, yeah, you could eat a fried turd that way, probably. So does an old cow <laughs> cost more per pound to produce? Because it really if depends. You think about I mean, it. If you're if you're if you're calving that old cow out. I mean, this may be where the accountant needs to speak, if you're, but... If you're calving that old cow out on an annual, you know, every 15 months or so, you're getting a product from her, and if you're just feeding her grass, and yeah. it's, it's self-sustaining. But how much fertilizer does it take to keep that extra I mean, ideally grass? none, unless you live here where we have right. horrible, horrible that, that, summers. That's what I... Because here, it's either you buy feed or you buy fertilizer, and both are getting pretty expensive. Yeah. No, I so do, ideally keeping you would that have cow alive for a lot longer period of time, unless they are calving out, which yeah. in which case you're probably profiting. Yeah, you would have them ideally on a rotational um, grazing pattern, mm-hmm. and assuming you have decent normal seasonal rain, mm-hmm. then your you know your input is minimal. And yeah. Kind of a self sustaining. Ah, you have to. You don't have to keep vaccinating them. I don't. I don't know that much about that part. I know you do it when um, they're young, but yeah, you vaccinate them once. Uh, you know, with a. COVID <laughs> and other sorts of vaccinations. Bovine COVID's been a thing for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, somebody made a joke the other day when I posted us, you know, vaccinating our calves. They're like, oh, giving them the vax. I'm like, actually, yeah, we do vaccinate them for, you know, <laughs> livestock COVID. Bovine COVID's a thing. Um, but it didn't jump to humans. 
Let's not do that. Let's not go there tonight. Okay, we're we're so fucking far off track. It's insane right I now. I know. I know. So but I think the theme. Yes, vaccinate them as calves once a year. You give them an annual warming treatment, and that comes out to like two dollars a cow. Okay. On a yearly basis. Okay. So I think the theme here is uh, you can have your mama and eat her too. <laughs> Finish it off. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Oh my gosh. Yeah. uh, uh, That's a good episode name. Have your mama and eat her too. (laughs) Yeah. I could go so many ways for (laughs) listeners of the show. They're going to have to listen to the episode to know that. Back to accounting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Back to accounting. We are so derailed. (laughs) Getting derailed is good when you're talking about accounting because almost everything is more interesting. Yeah. No, not really. But, but, it's important, even though it's not that fun. Yeah. No, but we're going to make it fun. Extremely important. We're going to make it. Yeah. We're going to make it fucking fun. So, podcasting. How's that going? How do you like it? Do you think you made the good, the right call on doing that? So far, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was Taryn's idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Well, you do editing and stuff and post too. That we're like, yeah. Put it up there. Throw put an intro and an outro song on it. We're good to go. You do a lot more work. Yeah, the editing takes at least an hour, if mm. not two hours, an episode. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, plus, think about, I mean, with what we're putting out there, if you hear me stuttering and stumbling over my words, mm. like how much faith are you going to have in the information <laughs> I'm giving you? That's true. So there is a little <laughs> scripting that goes on beforehand. There's a and lot Karen of scripting because... They need to be short episodes that people don't mind listening to. Yeah. So I don't want Carson going on all these rants because they got to be short to the I love point. Going on rants though. I mean, yeah. as a, a multi-time guest on this show, he, he uh, yeah, he can he can do that. Yeah. And we we love it though because hey, we can stretch it one out for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> And also, so when we're planning episodes, it has to be time of year, what's going to apply that time of year, and just a lot of planning and putting together the episode, then setting everything up and having Carson stop what he's doing and record, and then editing it. And then as I'm pushing the episodes, our show is growing, but if I don't spend the time to market it, it just we're at a standstill. So that's very important for what we're doing. But it's been really useful when we get questions from like, our clients, we just send an episode. So there's a long format, like, I need to send a 1099. Oh, here's our episode. So that has been mm-hmm. so nice now that we have, like, almost 50 episodes. We have something for everybody. You do. You really do. And, and like you said, they're short, short-ish, digestible episodes. Um, all the information is parsed down and really made easy to understand. Whereas I've told them before, like, okay, if we have an episode that runs two and a half, three hours, I can see listeners, you know, trailing off. They'll pick it up, but... The episodes that are like an hour and a half or less do way, way better. And y'all are typically 20 to 30 minutes, I think, per episode, right? Yeah, I try to keep it 30 or under. So if someone's like commuting to work, they can listen to something really quickly. So they're getting this free information. They don't have to sit down with their CPA and it's quick. Yeah. And, you know, some key points so that we're not like rambling on. Yeah. Could you imagine our 30-minute episodes? It would be like balls, cock, conspiracy, (laughs) thanks, see you later, eat beef. We're just now finally getting back to them, and we're we're at 40 minutes of whatever the fuck we were just talking about. But but it is different. I mean, I listen to y'all for entertainment, and I like the longer episodes. Maybe some people like the shorter ones, but I love the longer ones Mm -hmm. because I'm just getting into it, and then it keeps going. Yeah. Um, But... With accounting, I don't think anybody wants to listen for... No. You, and, and if you're learning, if you're trying to listen to learn, you really can't 
absorb more than so much information much, at a yeah. time. Right. right. Yeah. Saturation. Yeah, we, I mean, saturation. Entertainment yeah. is really our goal, but we like to offer guests on here that can like provide some information and data. And on, right. Yeah, that's why we, we, we bring smart people yeah, on. Uh, we bring <laughs> professionals on to a non-professional podcast. Right. He's so disappointed that I'm never going to let that go. Never. Yeah. He went on another podcast, and he's like, they're like, oh, yeah, you're one of the whiskey bros. He's I'll like, listen to that podcast. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's, <laughs> oh you know, yeah. just a cute little unprofessional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I get blow. more love for this podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. I did I did watch that episode, though. Did you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's cool. When you, were you with the doctors? They were yeah, the, um, Dr. Brown. Gut check. And they're... Inter- what kind of gastroenterologist? Oh, gastroenterologist. Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Eric, Fun- functional Eric, gastroenterologist. Yeah, that's Ken Brown. And then Eric is... Uh, uh, anesthesiologist. Uh, okay. So yeah. both very knowledgeable. I tell you what, the two of them make a <coughs> pair, but that third one, Devin, their assistant. Yeah, yeah. And she makes some pretty wonderful bread geez, and man. butter. Mm. Shout out to them. Yeah, really. So have right. y'all have y'all tried Altron Till yet? Mm-mm. Okay, we're gonna mm-hmm. hook y'all up. I'll get you some. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good stuff, especially for you know things that you might drink or diverge from your diet. Uh, Carson, real, real good when you've been eating a week of. Thanksgiving food. McDonald's. Oh, man, yeah. that's no joke. I'll, I will be on it this week. Mm. Carson, I would like you to yeah. explain a statement on episode 44 at oh, no. two minutes and 11 seconds. Let the interrogation start. That's how long I have? <laughs> no, no, no. That's exactly when the statement came out of your mouth. Oh, and what was the statement? <laughs> on episode 44, at exactly two minutes and 11 seconds into the episode, you stated that even IRS agents hate taxes. Explain yourself. Oh, well, they, they have to pay taxes on their <laughs> income, too. So they don't like it e- any more than we do. Yeah, but their life depends on it, too, essentially. So does mine, in yeah. a way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you have a little more open-door policy to your customers than the IRS does. It's kind of, Well, you got to think about, like, prosecutors and defense attorneys. I mean, both of them would go out of business if nobody was committing crimes. Yeah. So... That's true. I mean, but, but here's the thing. I... They might feel differently than me, though. They might want there to still be taxes. They just don't like paying them themselves, which is hypocritical. I would be okay if they went away. I know that I would have to find something else to do, but... Well, people still have to manage money, Yeah, inevitably, whether they're managing personally or, you know, to pay taxes at the end of the year. Right. There's always that need. There's a lot of things accountants can do outside of taxes. That's just my specialty. I would have to find a new specialty. We wouldn't have a lot to bitch about if the IRS didn't exist. (laughs) I like bitching. Yeah, well, well really you'll still them. find something to bitch about. Oh, it's true. Yeah, there, there would but be taxes anyway. They they couldn't get rid of them. What they would need. What I always talk about is a national sales tax. That's what yeah. I would. If they would, I hesitate to say it just because I I'm afraid they'll do it and then keep all the other stupid taxes they have. But if they could do away with property taxes and do away with income taxes and have only sales taxes, that's something I could get more behind. Yeah. Than so what we currently have. You know, I I look up here at our notes, and one of our points is uh, living paycheck to paycheck, no savings. I feel like more and more Americans are in that boat, you know. They are. And And some that are high-income people, too. Right. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I'm I'm not high-income, but I have no savings. Uh, But... I was I wasn't talking about you. I was oh, just okay. saying in yeah, general. Yeah. I was just saying in general. <laughs> yeah, I was I was surprised. I think it was a Rogan episode that they were talking about um, people in COVID in that era. Like nobody had a high. Not say nobody. A high percentage of Americans had no savings. Mm-hmm. So right. if you're out of work or unemployed you're or whatever, screwed. 
yeah, you're screwed. So. Yeah, it's not like you're turning to family members yeah. at that point. But If you're a normal, hard-working, everyday American and find your shits are only rated one star, well, let me tell you how to up your game to a five-star shit. Autron Till is the answer for you. Feel free to skip this ad if you want, but you won't be skipping the bathroom if you do. We're just telling you how our guts cope with the abuse we hand them on a daily basis. You've heard Dr. Brown and Eric Rieger talk about five-star shits on this show, so let's talk about Autron Till. Autron Till is created by Dr. Brown as an easy hack for a healthy gut. It's the only over-the-counter product proven to stop bloating and symptoms associated with IBS. These are all natural polyphenols and non-GMO. Anyone suffering should try the 630 plan. What is the 630 plan, you might ask? That's six capsules a day for 30 days. And if you're not having five-star shits by the end of 30 days, you can get your money back. Click in the show notes and enjoy a minimum of 15% off. Or go to autrontil.com and use the keyword Whiskey Bros at checkout. You know, all that to say is on the tax, you know, to what degree are taxes contributing to that? And on the tax front, in your area of expertise, like, can, do you see any change or relief coming? And, and the answer might be just this like horrible, like terrible, like, no, it's not going to change. To the second part. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the, the first part. Taxes play a huge role in that for anybody that's self-employed. Most people that yeah. have W-2 jobs, the withholding is usually getting you there or pretty close. But if one or both spouses are self-employed in any way, yeah, I mean, just no one is ever ready for the tax bill that's coming due. Right. And, and right. so just if they do happen to save, then at least they're lucky they can pay the taxes. But then they were not planning to use that money for the taxes, but at least they have it. And then, then it's gone again. They're back to square one. And mm-hmm. then you have the other people that didn't save and didn't plan for the taxes. And, and then, then they're, they're, they're just they're going on a, new a debt. six-year payment plan with the IRS yeah. at 9% interest and penalty. Oh, so it's not interest-free for tax penalties. No, no and they'll, they'll let almost anyone set up a six-year payment plan without arguing. I mean, you don't have to do pretty much anything to, to do it, um, right. but it's 9%. And they like you do it all online. You can have it done yeah. within an hour. Oh, yeah. yeah. But and then, then it's like a 300 dollar check or at least in my case you know that comes out every single month and yeah, yeah. It, it adds up i mean you know it, it and it sneaks up on people all the time especially people that go from being employed to being self-employed or if you all of a sudden yeah. start making a lot more money out of nowhere because um, i do have self-employed people too that they just break even for the first few years because they're buying all this equipment and stuff and then all of a sudden they're done buying equipment and then they're like oh i just made two hundred thousand dollars I didn't have $200,000 of equipment to offset it like I usually do. And yeah. now I'm screwed. So, That's yeah, that, that happens. Get into farming and just never stop buying equipment. <laughs> every year. Every year buy more. Just have, I've, I've got 14 excavators. What, what are you excavating? Are you digging you, to the center of the earth? No, I just, a construction company? I just, no. I just really hate paying taxes. <laughs> the, have a lot of cow shit to clean up. And, you know, you need some excavators for that. <laughs> And, and we do have some clients that are buying heavy equipment and things like that that I'm like, yeah, but okay, you don't need it. And <laughs> you know, you're you're saving twenty two dollars in taxes and you're spending a hundred dollars to save it. And they're like, Yeah, but and I'm like, and it's gonna go down in value. But then turns out, look what I know, didn't go down in value. Yeah, so I'm now, a bit cars, cars, yeah. yes, but but heavy trucks and 
uh, and heavy equipment? No, <laughs> it didn't it go down in value at all. Might have increased. So I, I, I was wrong there. They saved some taxes, and then they had an investment that went up in value. So I mean, uh, they knew something I didn't know. I guess. Let's touch on that a little bit. So also in episode forty-four, um, you talked about some bonus depreciations with uh, vehicles and such that are mm-hmm. slowly uh, and steadily going away. Right? It's a lower percentage every year. Yes. So. In 2023, it went down to 80%. For a long time, we had 100% bonus depreciation where whatever assets you buy, you get to deduct the full cost Mm -hmm. as an expense in the year you buy it. Whereas the normal rule before they initiated that to stimulate the economy was that you depreciate things like vehicles over five years. So if you buy a $50,000 vehicle, you get, let's just say, $10,000 a year Mm -hmm. as an expense. Well, for a while, they were like, hey, if you buy it, now, then you can deduct the full 50000 this year against your income. And so that was to stimulate the economy. Okay. Now that went down to 80%, and then next year it goes down to 60%, and uh-huh. then 40% the year after, and then it's gone completely. Okay. We still have what's called Section 179. Yeah. It works similar to bonus. You get to deduct the full cost in the year of you purchase the asset. Okay. But there are some limitations that don't exist for bonus depreciation. Such as what kind of vehicle? That, that's part of it. Uh-huh. Um, another one is, it affects farmers a lot, is that you can't use it if you have a loss. Or you, and you can't use it to generate a loss. And farmers operate yeah. without a profit a lot of years. Yeah. And so, you know, before, if you already had a $20,000 loss and then you buy a $60,000 piece of equipment, now your farm has an $80,000 loss that's offsetting all of your other income yeah. from outside the farm. Um, you, you can't do that. It's activity by activity. So if that particular farm figured is already out. at a loss, <laughs> you cannot use Section 179 on that equipment that you buy. So that, there's a lot of limitations now there. and going forward. That's yes. in place now. Yes. Yes, okay. but now there's still 80%. When so does it if, phase out? 2026? Um, so in 2024, it goes down to 60%. And then in 2025, it goes down to 40 Yeah, you're right. In 26, it's gone completely. Okay. I, I saw a shirt the other day and was like, I have to buy this shirt because it says on the front of it, it's like, I swear this is my last vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it needs to be because that's one of the problems is yeah. if you're buying things that are not going down in value, fine. Yeah. But if you bought, if you, let's say you bought a, a one ton and you paid a hundred grand for it because that's just what they cost now if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. And then you got a hundred percent bonus depreciation on it. Good for you. You saved a lot of taxes. And then now it's going to be worth fifty, mm-hmm. and you buy another one that's worth a hundred thousand. Well, if this is when bonus is gone, now that trade in of fifty thousand is a fifty thousand dollar income on your tax return. Why? Yeah, and but but you're only going to get twenty thousand dollars of depreciation on that because new the, truck the because bonus the, the bonus is, is gone. gone. Yeah, and so now you're going to have thirty thousand dollars of income that uh-huh. year, even though you bought a freaking. Even your your net loss was actually fifty thousand. Just seems so wrong. So it it is wrong. But you yeah. you already took that deduction. That's their point. But but yeah. whenever they play fast and loose with the rules and change them, it is unfair. Yeah. And and before there was a way around that before they changed all the rules because you could do a like kind exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, now y'all are probably all familiar with ten thirty ones for real estate. Mm-hmm. And you used to you could do that yeah. with vehicles. You could do it with anything. And so it didn't matter. It's like well you're going to use that fifty thousand dollars of gain and you're going to offset it because you bought a new thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you can only do that with real estate. Gotcha. So there's going to be a lot of people in this situation where they trade in a vehicle that's worth less than the new vehicle, and they're actually 
paying tax because there's for tax purposes, there's income there. This is now or in the future when bonus depreciation is gone? It, it's mostly going to be in 24 and 25. Okay. Uh, and especially wow. in 26 moving forward. Okay. But so we yeah, have a lot of people mad at us. Yeah. Because they don't know the tax law. So yeah. on our podcasts, on right. our emails, on everything, well, we're the begging messenger. people to talk yeah. to us before. Yeah. Every purchase, starting now and just moving forward. Just let us run the numbers. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't cost very much to have us do it. So Okay. So, yeah, let's reiterate. Some of this uh, info that we're uh, getting through tonight was, are just snippets from your podcast, What Your CPA Wants You to Know, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, everywhere. Yes. Audio, okay. Audible. Yeah. So you can find, what are y'all, 48 episodes in so far? 50. Is wow. it 50? I thought that's what she said. It was, the last one was either 49 or 50. I okay. don't remember. Yeah. There you go. So you, you can- yeah. yeah. You know, listen to that over the Christmas break. Because um, yeah, we've done one a week, and then we've had a few bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a major change that uh, y'all made pretty apparent about um, BOI and federal LLC reporting now as, oh, yeah. uh, as a thing. So what does BOI stand for? Beneficial Ownership Information Report. Oh, See, okay. I was sitting here thinking it meant boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy. <laughs> boy. Boy. Report. You better file that report, boy. <laughs> boy. That's okay, like, can you say that, that again? What What does it mean? <clears throat> Beneficial Ownership Information Report. They just want to know about all LLCs on the federal level so that so you can state, report your information. State-wise, you may have an LLC that um, you use as an entity that just either – doesn't have any revenue flowing in or out, uh-huh. or it may hold something. Now, classically, before now, you never had to report that LLC to the federal government. Right. And and while it's public information, if you have an LLC in Texas, who the owner is and who the registered agent is and all this crap, there's states still where you can file for your LLC, and that's not the case. Uh-huh. And so now the federal government will know because you have to file a report I you like know, how Taryn put it so innocently, like, oh, they just want to know that, you know, you're not a drug lord. So, all right, let's talk about it. Pros and cons of this. But now it's a it's another return that you have to generate yeah. at the end of the year. Uh, the, the big con is the new filing requirement. It's okay. paperwork that has to be filed for wow. every single LLC. Well, and it's going to be right after you file the LLC for any LLC filed in 2024 moving forward. So we're going to have to remember to file that report once it's they're they're debating but like 30 60 or 90 days after that and the penalties are very high yeah so i remember you saying that they're not messing around no i th- think they're gonna is, make a lot on that this is the thing it's like it's like the speed traps on roads where nobody drives so mm-hmm. the the yeah. risk of death is really low right this is it's a revenue generating scheme is yeah. what i think but they're doing it under the guise of, uh, oh, we're going after Shell corporate. We're going after the big guys, right. the money launderers, the drug lords. But and, it, and I'm sure they want to catch those people. I mean, I don't. I, I think that they can have many motives, and yeah. I think some of them can be pure, and some of them are very not pure. And but they're like, and also we'll catch people that are trying to shelter some income that are maybe just regular Joes, not yeah. giant shelter corporations. And then we'll also get a lot of revenue generated just from idiots, not idiots, just people that don't know any better that are just regular mom and pop businesses that happen to have an LLC for protection and they don't know they're supposed to file it. They don't know how to, or they do it wrong. And then we're going to charge these huge penalties and it's going to create a huge amount of revenue. So this, this is, this makes me, I need whiskey. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. uh, You remember when uh, the Biden administration says, oh yeah, we're uh, how many new agents did they hire? $81 million into the 80,000 agents. 80,000. And how was it? Billions or millions? Hundreds of billions. Into, and they're, oh, 
we're not going after the small guy. These you'll never you'll never hear from an IRS agent. We're not mm. going. To, we're just going to go after the big horseshit. And that's it. They, it's they, the it's the yeah, everyday so mom and pop. Hard for them to go after the big guys. So they yeah, the don't. big guys are always outsmarting them. But they don't a, go. They don't go after the little guys. That's true because they don't pay any taxes anyway. They they go after the medium guys. But if they're finding people for this that are you know these LLCs that are now going to go unreported, which they are until they get the penalty and uh, whatever that's going to be. They're not going to. They're not going to know what they're doing. No, but they don't have to use the agents to go after them. The, the computer system yeah. will automatically send them the penalty. That's the yeah. thing is these are these are not things that they need a person to generate revenue. Mm-hmm. The, the computer will automatically print and mail these letters showing that you know th- th- this is one of those things like if you didn't report income on your W two, an agent doesn't have to look at that. The computer the computer already, already caught it. Yeah. And the, there's not even a human being there that knows that you got a letter that says that you owe money. You just got one. So that's, I would imagine it's a very, very high percent of LLCs in Texas that are formed and probably fucking forgotten about because people are using them passively as protection for lawsuits and liability. There's no yeah. money flowing in and out. Mm-hmm. I know I forgot about mine that I created with him until yeah. I was like, oh shit, I got a notice. And uh, <laughs> hey, Carson, can you follow a state report on this? Yeah. yeah. Completely forgot about it because I wasn't using it. It's just there and for th- protection. That state report, if you don't file it, it's it's just a $50 penalty. But uh, what are the penalties on the. I saw penalty? a lot of different numbers. They don't have everything set in stone yet, but thousands. So yeah. just and for a one, for one. Yeah, and and if you go like past a month, it's more. So it's it's a lot. We're still talking about as a firm if we want to just like put out a notice about Mm -hmm. how easy it is to file because it is going to be an easy filing Mm -hmm. and and let people do it themselves. But people we don't take on that responsibility. I don't know that I want that responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, because people people will mention (laughs) offhandedly that they have an LLC and not set up a formal thing, and then doesn't get filed and they think it's our fault. It's just, it gets complicated. I would think at this point, the state comptroller has an obligation to now issue notices for people that have LLCs. Yeah. Like, come on, Texas, step it up a little bit. Yeah. If you want to. I doubt they will though. The, mm-hmm. the problem is the people that forget about their LLCs also forget where they set up the mailing address a lot of times. And so they're getting notices to file, mm-hmm. but they're not getting them. They're sending them, but they're, they're going to the address on file and it's not your address mm-hmm. a lot of times. So you're, your company, yeah, I've, I've run into that issue. Mm-hmm. Your company's under an LLC. Did you know about any of this yet? No. Okay. No, no. Now, I, you use them, right? For Yeah, uh, so. But so, you would have. Carson's got my back. But if it's not for them. Right. If it's not, if you don't have a, you know, a close relationship with your CPA, then, and they're not, and you have a CPA that's not very informative or proactive about getting information out there, man, it's going to be a surprising high percentage of, of people that are going to get right. blindsided by that. Because if you just have, mm-hmm. if you set up an LLC for some liability protection, but you still have, it, it's for your Schedule F or your Schedule C business, and you don't have a complex business, a lot of times you don't need a CPA and you don't have one. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, th- this is going to get so many people blindsided and they're going to end up owing these penalties. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to either, people are going to complain, they'll probably end up putting in a, a stepping stone for the penalties. Because they're they're pretty severe right now from yeah. what you're saying, and and in Texas they probably just be like too bad, but in uh, the federal government gets so much you know hate and everything about that that they'll probably put in some baby steps for it, like oh it's a hundred dollars now and yeah. then it's two hundred and then it's a thousand. But if they're going to start off at a thousand, that may that may wipe out somebody's monthly uh, 
payroll. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, there's going to be LLCs that have never made a dollar that mm-hmm. were set up for a different reason. Get a thousand dollar fine. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> and they've never made a thousand dollars in their life. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm my, not a fan of blood, it. I mean, my blood pressure is so fucking high. I know, right I know. More paperwork. It's just, it's just frustrating. And you it's would like, think we would like it, but we don't. No, I, don't like it. I know. Right. I, I feel you. It's, it, I, I take that on. Yeah. On behalf of the medical system. Oh, true. Right? Similar thing. It's it's so absurd yeah. that it just sort of leaves you speechless. And, and an, another issue, too, is if you off, if you didn't have somebody that's up to date with these policies, where do you where do you get that information from? I mean, it's not like there's like you said, it's not like they're sending TikTok? out memos. No. Now, where are you going to get that information from that's all well, these I wonder because if people have an EIN on file yeah. for their LLC, not everybody does. You don't have to have one. But right. if you if you do, then maybe the IRS will send out letters to everyone that has an EIN on file. But there's going to be LLCs in states where people never got uh, an EIN. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like, well, what are you going to do? They're, they're not going to even have their information. So you're required to follow this thing or you pay a huge penalty. And they have no idea you even exist. So are there... How are they going to know wow. that you didn't file it, though? I don't know. They they know they have a computer, a really <laughs> smart computer. Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah. and if you're, but if you, okay, if you're in Texas, yeah, because it's public information. But if you're in Wyoming, for example, you can set up LLCs there, and you don't have to tell them who owns the LLC. It's, yeah. it's weird, but. I mean, so how, okay, if you do that and you don't get an EIN, how is the IRS even going to know that you were supposed to file this report? Like they really... Who are they going to go after? Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Huh. So how do they work around that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what knows. they'll do. They might figure out something, though. I'm sure they have a yeah. plan already. And we haven't seen the report. Like, you can't look at it now, so we have no oh, idea. Oh, this reminds me of Nancy Pelosi talking about Obamacare. Well, we don't know what's in it. We have yeah. to pass it before we can yeah. see it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so while our blood pressure is nice and high and we're in a <laughs> m- moment of rage, let's talk about some shit that happened to you, Taryn. You know, you worked your ass off on growing uh, social medias, your your business, uh, your own personal stuff to the point of where you were getting like lots of affiliation sponsors and then you got hacked. Yeah. I'm still really mad about it. So I, and well, nothing has been resolved. Well, but. drink some tequila and let that shit out. Let's, let's. <laughs> Tell those sons of bitches all about it. Did you ever find out who and, and or tell what? them how many followers you had got up to? So it's almost at forty seven thousand after Holy seven years shit. of work. <sighs> which is a lot of work. People just don't see yeah. that. Which for me, I enjoyed doing that. We yeah. I started it when we started building our barnuminium and being an accountant isn't super fun for me. I don't like that most of the time, which is why I'm bringing up books and podcasts and things. So that was definitely a creative outlet. But I, a lot of times I told Carson, like, it's too much work. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Mm. But then I would have like a moment of like, oh, I was doing really well. Yeah. And then right before that, I went all in like to this mastermind that was for that. And I was like, my end of the month goal is to hit 50,000. And I was actually getting money from it and it was working. And I was like, you know, this would be great. Maybe long term, who knows? It's always good mm-hmm. to have an audience of, 50,000 people listening to whatever you have to say, whatever that is. And then while I was at the mastermind that I paid to be at for social media, I got hacked. And 
I it just told me that in three days you'll you can get back in. And I had actually paid for meta support, so you're supposed to pay for that. Oh, you get support for that. I'm so glad I didn't pay for that shit. The other, I got the message that was like, "Hey, do you want to be meta verified?" It's twelve bucks a month, and they're yeah. like, "You get stars and tickets. You, you don't get jack shit. <laughs> That's it. You're no. supposed and obviously to get you don't support. get protection. No, you don't get anything. You don't get protection. She they left her hanging. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to get support. I did reach out to them. They said, "I'm sorry. It looks like you banned terms." And I said, "I." didn't like I was I was hacked and this is what they're doing and she said I'm so sorry I can see that like but just wait the three days well then I got completely locked out of the app and you have no support if you're locked out of the oh, app yeah, you, you would have to start all the over support's again. through the, the app the support yeah. is in the app that's the, that's that, the there's no problem. phone there's no phone number there's no email address to get to them so if you cannot get into your account you can't talk to anybody so uh, the yeah. timing of that is really peculiar and it's because hackers are just finding people that have a lot of followers and then they're taking down their account so that you can pay them to get it back up. Do you, so do you know how it happened? What they, what kind of method they used? Yes. Yeah, so they are not getting in your account and stealing your information. Like most people think of hacking. Mm -hmm. They are using bots to take down your account. So they're not actually getting in your information. They're just submitting all of these things to meta saying this account is inappropriate and then it gets flagged. Well, there's not enough people at meta. So yeah. then it just sits there. Forever, and, and, you're and they out. have to, for safety reasons, they if if they have fifty thousand complaints saying that there's something wildly inappropriate, then they they take the account down. Well, they use bots to get fifty thousand those complaints uh, registered, complaints, those complaints registered, yeah. and then there's you know three people working there to actually restore you. Wow. Yeah. Um, he'll uh, he'll send some screenshots, Savage will every now and then of like face, and they're obviously you know it's like uh We've noticed that this post goes against our uh, rules and rate, whatever. Click on this link to resolve this. I'm like, don't just don't fucking touch it because it's it's inevit inevitably it's um, a phishing attempt. Yeah, it's a phishing attempt. Yeah. Inevitably, you know, three days later, it's like their profile has an exclamation point and says this profile's no more or whatever. But yeah, there's I, I bet ten to fifteen times now that they've tried to hit our inbox with a mm -hmm. uh, oh, you better click here or your page is going. Yeah, away. but this is this is bigger than that. Yeah, it's this was this was a like a long-term thing if they yeah and we don't have nothing to worry about because i don't know if you were listening to her but she said they they target places with <laughs> lots of viewers yeah we, we, so we're good well you had your, i think we're up to 22 now yeah so we're getting there <laughs> it's, it's yeah. your meta but your your instagram page is the one you really had built out to all those followers right and you yeah. had uh so it was it is now still you can find your page at modern barn dominium is that right yes okay and is that the one you want people going to I guess I'm still well, very <laughs> like pissed off about it. I have like 600 followers, so I. Yeah, but you didn't give up, and that's. that's I mean, nice. I kind of did, but yeah. I but, but have to tell be on there. About the one good thing that came out of it. Well, I am like morally opposed to TikTok because I'm too old for it, but I did finally open one just because I was just like, I guess bored, and it had been about three weeks. I couldn't get back in my account, and within a week, I had over 20,000 followers. Mm -hmm. And so now I have about 35,000 followers within less than a month. So I think I'll hit 40 in a month. Man, that's great. Which oh, is, my God. Yeah. Well, I think that the thing is what she was really good at on Instagram was the reels. Yeah. And TikTok is real. I mean, reels yeah. were invented to compete with TikTok. And so when she goes on TikTok, the originator of that format of, yeah. of viewing 
I mean, she's an expert at that and she knows what people want to see. And so she's posting videos on there. And it, it, So what kind of so dances bad. are you doing? <laughs> no dances, no dances. I think what it is, is it's part luck for sure. But part, I knew what people are interested in. So I started posting about our family compound. Okay. And maybe we can tell them our little secret. Yeah. So yeah. because of TikTok, because of her followers on there, then so a company uh, reached out to... Three companies. Yeah, three companies. Um, one, one big one that has... Pr- let's not say the name probably, I don't know if we're allowed to, um, that has produced reality shows that everyone's heard of. Even if you haven't watched them, you or your wife have heard of them, have heard of them. Um, and, uh, and they are interested in potentially doing a, now there's like six steps you have to take to get there, but doing a reality show about the compound where we live. That's cool. Yeah. So the network was wanting a show about a family compound life. Yeah. And so that's why three networks reached out Mm because they're trying to all pitch to this, this network or the production companies are. So the, we, we did a couple of interviews with them and they're like, we love you guys. We're going to move to the next step. The president's going to be at the next meeting with all of the family. So. Excellent. So would they uh, potentially like give you a whole season on your family compound or is it a episode? Like Duck it, Dynasty, right? It would be a season, but before that they would submit our videos, just like little samples yeah. to them. And most likely they would come back and say, we want a trailer. So they would come here to Decatur, shoot the trailer with the little budget that they get. Yeah. Once they watch the trailer, they would say yes or no to like six episodes. And then yeah. you're famous. And then Meta's like, oh, we'll support oh, you yeah. now. Let me fix, yeah, we let me love click you, this Terrence. button. Yeah. yeah. And, but it kind of makes sense too, because you know, you see these reality shows and there's be, these big families and stuff, but a lot of times it's still the mom and dad are in charge and there's a bunch of kids, but that's it. But you, you take a, a compound like like ours where there's four different families with four uh-huh. different heads of the family all in one 14-acre square all living together. And, there, I mean, there's there's disagreements. It's what they're looking for. I mean, there's drama there. They want a little and, juiciness. Yeah, yeah and there, there it's, it exists. I mean, there's we're not in agreement on everything in life about yeah. everything that we do. Yeah, so. families can be tough. They yeah. did say that while, you know, they wanted to know, like, if we ever get don't get along, of course, the answer is, of course, we fight. They want to show that it can be normal. Like, we, they don't want us to look like, yeah, what, like, we're, like, turning butter and homeschooling our kids. Like, they want to, like, this is no, normal. No, you have drama and you get through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. I think that right. that's the best thing to showcase is there's a resolve. Yeah, yeah. Like, we make could, it work. There's an outcome, yeah. And, it's and, not, and we're not homeschooled. <laughs> not that we have anything against that. It's just that... You know, you see most of these families, these large families and these groups like that, they're homeschooled. And I think they want to see that we're, I mean, we're normal, we're much people. more mainstream where yeah. our kids go to public school. And I mean, yeah. we're, we're regular we get out people. in the public, we, we associate with people that aren't our family. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. You network yeah. In a little yeah. bit. So how many uh, followers do we have on TikTok? I have no idea. I think we have. <laughs> well, there, there's our PR man it's like right 22. there. <laughs> I think it's like 22. Could be. <laughs> Yeah, but we're we're doing the we're doing the highlights and reels. I I think it's twenty two. We're doing the highlights and reels from this show, and you know one reel will get like two hundred views, and then one reel will get like twenty five hundred views, ninety five. And it there's I can't some I I guess it's content, but then it's it's so many things. Taryn knows all the things though, or most of the things that that affect it. I mean, sometimes it's. What like what song is trending as a background music for your video, right? Okay. And that, that, that I mean, that's a thing sometimes, right? Trending songs, time of day for your audience. It's different on TikTok versus Instagram. And then for TikTok, it's nice because you are going to get way more views than mm-hmm. on Instagram. And so 2,500 is still a lot of people seeing your content. Yeah. Yeah. But... 
that's, I don't know. It, you know, and we're not boost, boosting those reels either. We're not paying to promote those. Those are just uh, all natural, I guess. Yeah, which is the best. But then you, uh, when you start getting those, and you get the assholes that that chime in. And I'm like, I'm feel completely validated because we put one up about uh, Matt the other day talking about you know the value of college education and if it's free, it doesn't have any value uh, versus you know everybody having it or some people working for it. Yeah, great that. real. Oh, oh boy, the uh, the Marxists and the commies came out to <laughs> came out to comment <laughs> on that one. <laughs> no, it's so true. It uh, it just turns college into if they say. Because a lot of people just want community college, like the first two years to be free. Yeah. And okay, well then that just makes it thirteenth and fourteenth grade. Exactly. Just I mean, that's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's just public Everyone's school gonna it, again. Right? Yeah. Who's gonna go? Yeah. Who's gonna go work a full time job when you could go to college for free? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah, college right? is awesome. Stay in, just stay in school, man. Yeah. Yeah. Life's, yeah. Life's, life's groovy. Be there forever. I think that that chick was a bot. Oh, I wouldn't. Doubt she had it one. She was a uh, theater student from. University of Las Vegas with one post, and it and didn't and the photo have a cat in it? Yeah, like of course it has. But, it's always a yeah, cat. But, but it could have been a real hater. Like they they will hate on anything. Taryn posted a video of my niece and my daughter walking over to my sister in law's house, who lives next door to us, literally. Yeah, and both gated, right? Like, and she's like, "Oh, I stand here on my front porch and watch them walk over," and people are like stuff can still happen. Like, 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 yeah. like we're being bad parents for letting I mean, they literally walked. It's it's like 500 feet, and you can see them the whole way from door to door, and both of our houses are behind gates, literally. I mean, you would yeah. have to – yeah, I mean, they're access gates. They're not security gates. You, if you hit I mean, it with your truck, happen. you could yeah. knock it open. But the, the point of them isn't to be security. The point of them is that if somebody – bust through it, then I'm armed. Yeah, like I exactly. know that, oh, this is an enemy. I'm going to fire. Right. But I mean, th- that's what, this is what we're dealing with. People are like, oh, you're still a bad mom because like. Oh, even more like the creepy uncle. Don't send them over to your family's house. You never know. People are just, if they're not bots, they're just literally insufferable, abysmal yeah. people that don't leave their house. That yeah. don't see yeah. fucking daylight. I mean, there are those people like, too. You are literally getting yeah. harassed about your but, children. And we being get it outside. from both sides because then there's the other side that, okay, so it's 500 feet, and some people said that's too far. Something could still happen. Then one day we we drove the golf cart over, and it, yeah, it's 500 feet, but it's funny. We pull the golf cart over there. Sometimes we, we have a bunch of like crock pots full of food and stuff. We go to parties over there. Yeah. And there's sometimes there's a good reason. Sometimes we just drive the golf cart because I have it and it's fun to drive yeah. it. Yeah. And and fuck you, who cares? Yeah, exactly. But but we did that, and they're like, you could have just walked the five hundred feet. So we get it from both sides. People are <laughs> yeah. mad about everything. Uh, it's, a lot it's, of people said that. I'm like, okay, yeah, we could have, and and yes, we're both fit people. We exercise, but the golf, we have a golf cart. It's fun to drive it. Some sometimes it's just <laughs> fun you to just drive. Finish it. an Ironman or something, a triathlon. And yeah, are, I did. Like, I did. Um, on you for driving your golf cart, yeah. you pussy. That's, and, and literally, it was like a few days after I did a beast Spartan on Saturday, which is uh, a half marathon all uphill mm-hmm. and 30 obstacles. And then the next day I did a 5k Spartan with Taryn <laughs> Another twenty obstacles, all uphill, five k. And then, like two days car. later, we drove the golf cart. They're like, "Oh, you're lazy." Like, okay. I mean, at that point, yeah, you kind of needed a break. You know, at some point, you just become the butt of people's comments, and it's just yeah. okay. They have nothing you better know? to do. Well, yeah. Luckily, we, we it's almost it's impossible fine. to offend me. Like, you could get on there and be like, "Right, what, what is he wearing? He's so ugly. Why is he on camera?" And I'd just laugh. No. I don't. I mean, yeah. I'd, I mean, there's almost nothing that could hurt my feelings. So um, moving into personal finances, uh, you know, some of the stuff we just talked about, um, I want to ask y'all uh, through through mentoring. So did you get your account back? 
No. Mm-hmm. You still Oops. have not. You no. still have Go not. Go ahead, Doc. Chance yeah, was Doc. A doctor. <laughs> Doc has the table. Let him. Let him have. That's. Uh, I, I needed yeah, the we, we, we have somebody working to help us get it back. Wow, I am sorry to hear that. Thank you. But she still is hustling, obviously on TikTok now. What, what's your username or handle on TikTok? Terrence Sands. Okay, and then Terrence Sands or Modern Barn Dominium once again on Insta. Yeah. Okay. And I personally better. have an OnlyFans. Taryn hasn't joined me on there, so don't get too excited. <laughs> it's his feet, um, all feet. But we did say this was yeah, episode dude, 69, awesome. so hello, OnlyFans so, debut. I, I make sure to get some good calluses built up and post some feet pics. I mean, people dude. like that. Well, it's going to be hard when you're driving the golf cart 500 feet. I mean, yeah. Can you can you tell your OnlyFans on here? I don't know. What your, the things your CPA doesn't want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> the things your CPA wants you to pay to find out. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's like if you can make money on feet pics. Thanks for derailing whatever. I don't even remember what I was trying no, to say. No, you were saying you were getting you into personal finances. Me. Yes, I did. <laughs> you were getting into personal finances. Yeah. Now I'm I'm so derailed. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're all getting older. Aged is speak for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Some, yeah. Um, what are y'all? Thirty, mid thirties? He's thirty six. I'm thirty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not quite aged. Yeah. He's I mean, the elder of the room. So. Technically, we I are he's all older. getting older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. We are I'm, I'm pretty sure Savage Bro is the oldest. As the great Pink yeah. Floyd put it, one day yeah. shorter of breath and one day closer to death. Wow, it's so positive. I know. It's very, very enlightening. enlightening. And, and as our wonderful yeah. commissioner put it, life's like a roll of toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Check out Whiskey Bros around the table for more positive insights. <laughs> <laughs> so, what some of the things I've I've worked with this friend and mentoring, like my you know perception of what the fuck I would want to do with my life and money has drastically changed. And it's like I don't really want to glorify the hustle anymore. Like to me, time is the biggest. Oh, I like where this is going. The yeah. biggest price, yeah. the most priceless thing that you can do to invest for yourself. Invest yeah. in things. Uh, or not no things, physically speaking, like mm-hmm. uh, what do they call it? Um, materialism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Invest in things that will uh, bring you more time with your your loved ones. So I have? agree completely. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just well firmly stopped taking new clients for that reason. Yeah. And my family is morally opposed to cutting back your work hours. They're like work hard your whole life until yeah. you're like eighty, and then you can't enjoy it. Yeah. Because you're decrepit and, and beaten down from working. That's right? kind of, or, or it's the old maybe, way, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And, and there's something to what Taryn's saying. And I, I'm more on that page because I'm, I've got a lazy streak in me a mile long, but, um, I'm one of the hardest working lazy people you'll, you'll ever meet. <laughs> but, um, but Taryn's grandparents too, though, they, they still own a business. They still work full time. And he also works his cattle himself. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have, Maybe every once in a while, people to help him with like well, we're n- once not, or twice a year. But uh, they work like crazy. They're like in their eighties, yeah. and, and they're still hardcore. Like I'm they not, could work yeah. under the table. I'm not you know, advocating for being unoccupied. I'm, right, I'm advocating right. for if you do. I mean, find something you can do that occupies you, yeah. but not that, stresses you to the point. You enjoy, of, yeah, that yeah. you enjoy. If you can yeah. enjoy doing it, then that's great. Like, that I'm, is true. He loves he loves his cows. I mean, I, he, I he likes doing cows. that. So I hate my you cows. You do. He so loves much. it. 
Yeah. Uh, See if you'd let him just get a little older before you killed him. Well, I think it's also to the if you don't depend on them, if you don't have to deal with them. Yeah, it's like that. And depend on them for income, right? Oh yeah, that's not where their income comes from. Yeah, think. I mean, I don't. I don't know, but yeah, working on a car sucks if you got to drive it the next day. Exactly. Or taking the act of volunteering, say, and then doing the same thing that you're paid nine to five to do. Right. The person volunteering yeah. to do the same thing is always going to be more joyful and love what they're doing versus being paid for. As soon as you turn it into a job, hate it. I can speak to that because I, I did music as a living for mm-hmm. long enough to know that anything is a job if it's a job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even it was my favorite thing in the world was music, and I hated doing it for a living. Yeah. So I got to where I'd, I, that's when I got into talk radio and audiobooks because I couldn't listen to music in the car anymore because I was sick of music. I'm, Struggling with that too. I find myself podcasts, audiobooks, just not so much music, and everything is sh- shit these days. Doesn't engage like, your brain. No, it doesn't. Now. And it's it's all it's it's like singularity of music is happening. Pop is country is rock. It all sounds the same. All has the same beat, same tempo. You have to go extreme. So, you yeah, have to go extreme, really like Texas country or Red Dirt country or something extreme to get away from the yeah the the melting pot of music going yeah. into the same the same things happening yeah. with movies and cinema it's just yeah. in your face is that really action. happening though oh yeah now yeah you think so or, or is it just us getting pop- older and it all sounds the same to us oh i don't know man we've heard so much music and so, you know what i mean but i can listen to. I, i've suspected that yeah i can listen to music that i grew up with and i still love but i'm also finding like my parents generation sure. their music is still above and beyond what ours was in the 90s. Yeah, I listened to a uh, three-minute guitar solo from from Prince mm-hmm. uh, recently. It came up on a reel or something like that. And and I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, this is not... This doesn't get replicated. It is, yeah, it does not. Everything is so processed, perfected, manufactured. It's just right? it's disgusting. That's hard. Yeah, but it's, and it's, every, it's cinema, it's music. We're just... Old bastards. But that's what it is. Yeah, but I, mean, I was sitting around. I was thinking, like, have I just not found the prince of today? The, I, you know, you know? I, what I guarantee you, they're out there. Like, thankfully, through internet radio or Apple Music, Spotify, you mm-hmm. can still find unknown artists like the Infamous. Those guys we went and saw once. They yeah, have, they've got like uh, eight or nine albums out. Local dudes killing it as far as music. You'll never find them on the mainstream because that's not what mainstream is. Right. So the the genuine real. Artists, they're they're still there. They're still out there, thankfully. Yeah. And so, you you can stumble across them, but I, and I did the other day. I was listening to the ranch, and mm-hmm. and all of the new Texas country is starting to blend together, like you're talking about. Yeah. But Parker McCollum stood out to me. Now this was five years ago, but he stood out to me, and I was like, okay, he sounds different. He's got a different thing, yeah. and I really like him. I didn't realize he was, or some of the people in his band were local. Whenever I, but I just heard him on the ranch, and I was like, okay. I actually noticed the song. It yeah. wasn't just background music, and I was like, "He's really talented." And then, I mean, now now he's kind of the new guy. Yeah, he's famous now. But yeah, he's very famous. Five now. years ago, when I heard him, I didn't even know who he was, and I just thought he was. Wow, oh, that's different. There's also is there some Travis guy or some some other dude that's uh, like I can't remember his Probably. name. There's one that stood out to me, uh, and here what I like about this is I got verification, right? So you know, whenever you like notice something you're like oh yeah that's good and then joe rogan talks about it yeah and then he goes oh yeah this is good then it's like oh yeah my my lens is not so wrong right Uh, and it was it was colton wall i've heard of that name yeah and and it's like 
wow, this guy is really, really good. And and then Joe Rogan was talking about him in some side conversation. Um, Chris Stapleton, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Blue, I would yeah. not call him country. I'd call him Americana and bluesy. Ryan he's been around for a while. Yeah, though, Thankfully, there's still a couple good ones on mainstream, but for the most part, it's shit yeah. so there there are the, the jewels are out there yeah oh definitely 100 percent. Right. you just you yeah. have to do a little work and find it's it called and, taylor fucking swift oh boy yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> be careful with that taryn oh. loves taylor oh, swift do you love some tea swizzle i do remember you wanted to go see the movie instead of me so don't throw me under the bus oh <laughs> That's I, true. Okay, I like her too, she's and and this is coming from somebody her that craft, right? when, she, like when she first came out, was there was class. there was two of her songs that I really hated, um, and so I had a chip on my shoulder about her for a while, and she grew on me, and then I became a really big fan at some point. But Swifty. I hated I hated Tim McGraw. I hated that song, and I hated um, our song, which were two of her first songs back when she was still country, and so I had a chip on my shoulder about her. And even when we went to uh, her concert, we went to a concert at the new Dallas Cowboys Stadium forever ago, though. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even, I, I missed the whole concert almost because I went and got a drink and it took about as long as it took for her to sing yeah. to go get a drink. And I missed, I missed her. I only saw Ed Sheeran open for her and I still had a chip on my shoulder. And then at some point I became a big fan. Yeah. And it, I think go- it was when I realized she was writing her own music. And then her business acumen too. So it really she is like I said, happy. she's yeah. uh, business wise, musical, musically wise, she's like perfected her craft. And yeah, she's a genius. Marketing, all yeah. of the above. I've, but I couldn't tell you one damn song. I've never yeah, listened to I've, her. Yeah, I've not. I know a lot of I've not now. thought about thinking I should like her. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But I mean, all of a sudden one day I realized I was like, oh my god, she completely left country music, and no one else has ever been able to do that. Garth Brooks tried. Do you remember Chris Gaines? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> no, nobody liked it. No. And she moved to pop music and became more People famous. People have moved in. And then Hootie she's and completely the Blowfish, changed like, the went to country. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but she com- she completely changed the music industry hmm. now. So she re-recorded her albums, which Cross Canadian Ragweed had done it, and I think some other people huh. had done it before them. But she did it and made it a thing, mm-hmm. and and took it back from the from the music producers. Yeah. And then, like her new tour, she's doing something different where, like the the promoters, the the concert promoters don't get all the money. She gets most of the money as the artist that's making the money. And I had heard, I don't know if this is true, but that she might make four billion God. off of this this wow. tour, this next tour. And how much on her movie? And her movie, it, the first weekend, it made more than any concert movie had ever made in the history of concert movies. Yeah, I know she's And out. she didn't do a single preview. All she did was promote it on her own Instagram account. Yeah. And she made hundreds of millions of dollars. And all they did was record her Eras oh, tour sure. she was already doing. That's it, yeah. So, so I, as an accountant, I'm watching wow. it. And I'm, I mean, wow. I'm a musician, but more I'm watching it as an accountant going, oh my God, she's a genius. Yeah. Like she figured out how to make money without any expenses. She's brilliant. Granted, these, you know, it's not just $4 billion or $10 billion in profit. These productions are huge, and they take lots and lots of uh, cost and effort and manpower, mm-hmm. but still. And, and she's decided she's, that she's going to get the, the the brunt of the money yeah. instead of someone else. And if, if they don't like it, she'll find another company that does. So she's self-promoting, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And she's already out, outgrown and outclassed and outsold the Beatles. Yeah. And that was unthought and of. And she's 34. Yeah. And not on drugs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, can you pass me the Patron, Taryn? Yes. I want some of that now. I'm, I'm switching. It's good. Our core. You want some of that barrel over so, there? So, uh, Sturgill Simpson, he comes to mind. Yeah, but he's done. 
Yeah. He, uh, I mean, is he? He unofficially, didn't he unofficially tell Rogan, like, yeah, I've made enough money. and Yeah, but so did George Strait. <sighs> I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what George Strait is to me. I think that the last he set didn't. of concerts he did was just to promote his tequila. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. He's promoting that, that's his, his concert at... I really don't know how I feel about and, him. And Vegas he was just... definitely does yeah. not write his own music. Right. No, no, no. I, mean, no. I, don't, I don't His son wrote if, one of his songs, but he doesn't... I don't think he's ever songs. written his own song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they're all produced by somebody else. He was I, a, I'm not a huge fan of his. Yeah. I, we had to sit on the back row for one of his concerts, and I wasn't that sad about it because... But, uh, like, we were with a group, and if it was a Garth Brooks concert... I mean, I would have sat on the front row and anything. been like, "Y'all have fun on the back." Yeah, like right? I would, I would, whatever it costs, I would have paid for it, and I would have sat on the front row. Yeah, because I love Garth he's, Brooks. He's not like flying around the stage. No, even no. though, even he though just, he's hiding bodies, you dude. still love Garth Brooks. Oh, do I need conspiracy crossroads? Wait, are the people? Do they deserve it? I don't know. The, what bodies is he hiding? Is nobody it like, knows. You know? That's a conspiracy. It's oh, okay. just weird. So look that up. It's good. No, 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 no. You don't come off and spout (laughs) that out and say, oh, just look it up. I can't. Tell us what you know. I don't. That's that's all. We've already done it. Let's save it for a new episode. But But, I must know. No, that's how it works, see? See, now I got you wondering. (laughs) You're going to wonder about this. That's how it works. Uh That's just how it works. Garth Brooks. Burying like in serial killer style, like Ed Gein style in his backyard, or what's know, what's bro. the? You're just gonna have to look it up or wait till next. Hey, what episode. a way to do it because you okay if you do it in the same area you get caught right. We learned that yeah. from Dexter, but if you travel yeah. around like the Trinity Killer, yeah. you can get away with it for a lot longer. Dismember and them being and a professional musician, no one would ever suspect you. No do, do you find it alarming of how many serial killer dramas there are and? People are infatuated with. Um, oh man, there, I've, oh, I've watched and, the and documentary like you're, about you're, why we're obsessed with it. It's why? your typical yeah. white oh, chick too. It's oh, like it's white women. true crime yeah. is a white chick thing. Yeah, yeah, because like yeah. minorities live that shit every day. They're like, I don't need to see a <laughs> documentary about this. Right. We're in it. What right. is? What so, is it? Hold what? on, you said there's a documentary about. Yeah, why I'm we're trying to remember. I watch why. I mean, we're obsessed with shows about. Dahmer and and yeah. whether it's the documentary or whether it's the scripted show or whether it's Dexter. I don't know, and 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 there's different reasons. Like I, I'm not as obsessed with the crazy serial killers like Dahmer, but but Dexter, like there's a part of me that the whole show I was always on his side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's killing oh, people, yeah. well, but all the people deserved it. And yeah. and there's a lot of people that are like it's still wrong to kill him. I'm like I don't I don't yeah. think so. Like he's killing child molesters and stuff. It I'm had like, the relatable I, I vigilante element. Yes, to it. yes, I love. I was like get him, yeah. get them all, get them, you know. Then poor Dukes, man. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the one that once he has to start killing people that weren't evil yeah. in order to get away with it, all of a sudden I was like, okay, like I'm not super into this anymore. Like I feel that was sorry great, for those people. That was great writing, though. They're just doing like, their job. They had to tear at your emotions, and yeah, that they was did. like fan, phenomenal did. writing. And yeah. then it ended, and the way the Dexter ended was abysmal. It, it made me... Uh, but did you go watch the new one? New one's great. And, and they ended it better. Better, much better. They fixed yeah. it. Yeah, they, they did. Fixed they fixed the new blood or whatever. Whatever yeah. the hell they did. Yeah, it was yeah. a fitting end. We're not going to spoil it, but no. The the ending of the first series of Dexter was just tra- uh, tragic. So have you awful. watched the the Dahmer one? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah. With uh, God, what's that guy's name? He's a, I've not watched. He's it. an Fantastic. American Horror Story, and he's a great actor. Yeah. He's in it's, almost every season of American Horror Story, and he's he's incredible. He's probably the reason that show's successful. Mm-hmm. Really? Should okay. So 
I've always felt like maybe there's some level of horror that's too dark for me, you know, but is it like, is there so, a, I did watch the, the, the thing is, is it's not glorifying it so much as it's, it's illustrating that they, they tried to play it off. Like he was this genius uh-huh. and it was all bullshit. None of that was true. They were, what they were doing is they were trying to make him look that way to cover up their own ineptitude. The reason they, nobody gave a shit was because in the eighties, he was killing gay people and black people and mostly oh, wow. gay black people. Yeah, yeah. And so nobody gave a shit. That's what, that's what the reality was, but they wanted to make it look like, Oh, he's, he's such a genius. That's why nobody was able to catch him. No, he was a fucking idiot. Actually. Yeah, he should have really. got caught about 400 times. Yeah. If you watch the, if you watch the scripted show, it will show okay. you like all the stuff that happened, but they play some of the real nine one one calls and everything. Yeah, I mean, dude should have been caught like sixteen times at least, and and yeah, a few people would have died if they would have caught him then, but not as many as did. It was pretty silly how much of it was glossed over by so, law enforcement. So yeah. what what aspect of humanity caused him to do what he did? You know, it's like what what part of humanity is that show kind of outlining they, they address that answering. in the scripted one too so okay, okay. And, and but but they yeah. leave it they leave it vague they leave it to your imagination mm-hmm. or maybe it was a combination of things so first his mom was on all these drugs when she was pregnant and this was back in the day when the doctor was like oh yeah take take all take more yeah like tranquilizers and all kinds of like mood stabilizers and and maybe even some antipsychotics i can't remember um she was on a lot of shit yeah. And then she was checked out his whole life. The dad was in and out of the picture. Sometimes he was a really good dad. It seemed like sometimes he was completely out of the picture. So he had a lot of fucked up shit happen to him. Yeah. Um, yeah too in lot. his childhood. So was it was it the chemicals when he was a baby? Was it his neglect? Mm-hmm. Um, was it the bullying which he also experienced? Was it the fact that he was gay at a time whenever it wasn't okay to be gay? Um you know, it, there's so many it's like elements. A coll- collision of possible factors. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was wow. so many things, and so it could have been any of those. It could have been one of them, but I mean, it, it is interesting to watch the show and try to come to your own conclusions, like what caused him to be that way. Right, right. So yeah, uh, maybe I need to watch it. You do. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's sickening, but you know, it also is interesting. It's important, I think, mm-hmm. too. What something I could relate to? What what like. What horror crosses that threshold for you that's too disturbing? Yeah, that's that, like there's some horror movies that. Yeah, give me an example. You know, well, yeah. One I mean, I, I don't watch them, but, uh, you know, we'll watch the uh, preview or the trailer. And, and if it's like that kind of poltergeisty thing, but not like fake, mm-hmm. you know, obviously fake, then, then it crosses mm. a line and. And so like, uh, God, what were the? But like the Joker, I watched the Joker and it's like, okay, that was really sick movie. Oh, well, you know, yeah. and it's that like wasn't a horror. That was yeah, just it wasn't horror. A mental illness. It was issue. like psychologic, yeah, thriller. So I'll do that. Like the Paranormal Activities are those? No, those are goofy. Yeah. So I'll watch those. But if if it has a certain amount of realness to it, it it really kind of freaks me. I the can talk fuck to out. Like, some yeah. some pretty like the Antichrist film, uh, which also has William Defoe in it. Yeah, um, see that one is okay. Irreversible that has uh, Monica Be- uh, Monica Bellucci, I think that was her name. Yeah, Salo. Uh, oh, that's a that's there's some there's some sick shit out there. Man. Yeah, I've not I watched Salo. 
it's an unforgettable one. I would not recommend it to anybody. Yeah, who has who's who's a bit <clears throat> sensitive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a movie called Rubber. You know that one's uh <laughs> oh shit that's a horror see me and Taryn are scared by different things she's scared by more by the ones that are real or that yeah. could be real like Scream you know yeah mm-hmm. and, and I watch those and I'm not scared because I'm like right these are like high school losers I could li- whip like, the shit out of that yeah. dude yeah. I would yeah, take yeah. the knife out of his hand and make him eat it like I'm not scared of that well, dude I'm scared of stuff with supernatural people like, that's it and that's she's it. not scared of that because she's like yeah not but real. that's not real <laughs> but I'm scared of them because I can't take Jason like you watch this dude he's a professional boxer and he boxes the shit out of Jason's face <laughs> Jason's like oh well and then he punches his head off I'm like I can't take that yeah. dude that dude or, scares me or Freddie like somebody that chases yeah. you in your nightmare so you yeah. can't sleep and he's yeah, got knife hands yeah that's not real and he's already dead Dead, but, he already burned to death. Like, okay, I can't take that dude. But you know? guys in masks and scream. It's like we live in Texas. Like, <laughs> AR fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not scared of your night knife. Vision. I'm not scared of your knife. Suppressor. Yeah. Come on, bro. Let's dance. Also, they, <laughs> he kills that girl. Like when she's trying to crawl through the like the doggy door on the garage, and like that's not how garages work. Yeah. I'm just not scared right. of those movies because none of it seems realistic to me. And I don't know. I'm like, no, dude. Just, just yeah. It's clearly it's a it's a dude in a mask. You just take them knife away from him. He's a skinny teenager and whipped the shit out of him, you know? Yeah, with a voice yeah. changing. Wh- which device. a lot of the people he's chasing are teenage girls, so, I mean, I exactly. can see how that would be scary. If, scary. When, when Taryn watches, she's a teenage girl, so. Okay, so so I, I think I have a parallel. Uh, so oh, whenever good. I was in college and, and, you know, Half-Life was out. Oh, the game, yeah. Yeah, there were oh, yeah. times where I'd That's stop. where you try to, like, in the world, right? With a... Yeah, disease. you know, like, it was... Yeah, that's it. It's mm. like he was like some bio lab, and then you know this but, organism breaks out of this bio lab. We don't have anything compared that to no right? nothing. Uh, you, yeah, that, you know, and and then you have mutants that you're fighting. But I wouldn't. There were those times mutants have like blue hair or pink hair and have yeah, something like that. Preferred pronouns, stuff right, like that. Right, right. Those kind of mutants. Yeah, yeah. Him, her. Those are just in movies yeah. only. I go by Quay. <laughs> <laughs> no, scary, but, scary shit. You know, there were some nights where I'd be there, like playing that game alone in the dark, and then I'd have to stop and like turn the lights on because I'd get like just way too freaked out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and and I think horror movies are the same way. It's like okay, if I'm by my, I do a lot of movie watching on my own because I like deep introspection, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not gonna watch a horror on my own. Right, yeah. I need, but I might watch one if somebody else is watching it with me. But my family just doesn't like horror. I try to watch them on my own. Yeah, none of my family stuff. like horrors either. Yeah, mm. I, I need a palate cleanser after nobody. I watched. Nobody yeah. caught it. I watched nobody. I watched, nobody. Did you say horrors? Nobody horrors. Or my family don't like horrors. <laughs> 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 nobody caught it. I, I, I watched us at when Taryn was in Wisconsin because she doesn't do horror movies, and so I watched that. And then I have to watch something very lighthearted right after before I go to sleep. It, yeah. it helps me go to sleep. But have y'all seen that one? It's like uh, Jordan Peele's. It's like oh. his second kind of horror movie. Um, there was um, there was the one where he was uh, God. The Us was the one I remember. They're all in red. Get Out. Get Out was the first one. That's, out, that was the that most was popular. And then yeah. he had uh, Us. And it, it's newer and it's it's freaky. Yeah, it's actually really good. I thought. I yeah. mean, it didn't get near as many good reviews as Get Out, but I thought it was really where there was a whole another civilization underground. Yeah, yeah. Not to give yeah, up, but but, but they weren't. Much. Yeah, all there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was freaky, 
and it had some surprises in it that I didn't see, which I always like because I almost always guess the surprises. So when you can surprise me in a show, it's mm. pretty good. I love. I'm liking his work so far. I didn't like it at first, but then I bought it. The Nope movie. I loved it. That's great. I sci-fi. didn't see that one yet. It's great sci-fi. Just wonderful sci-fi. Not really scary. Just huh. good sci-fi. Um, all right. I, I mean, here we go. <laughs> Derailed again from. I know. But this I'm is what we do. To blame. I get off topic, but hey, this is what we do. This is how you make accounting this, interesting. This is why Carson is a frequent guest. You know, it's like the, the biggest horror <laughs> show of them all is like the IRS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Now that's terrifying. There's nothing scarier. I'd rather watch every Saw movie back to back in the dark by myself than get an IRS letter. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, terrifying. That's terrifying. And then, you know, have your customers that get the IRS notification and the first thing they do after the, you know, the initial butthole pucker is like, I got to call Carson. What is yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. God, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, no, man. Everything's going to be okay. It just takes take me a picture of it. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's always an emergency, too. It is. It feels like a life threatening emergency. It it's does. like, I'm going yeah. to prison. This is it. <laughs> Every time me. I see it, Department of Treasury, like, fuck. Fuck. I'm going to jail. I'm going to prison. This is it. And then you open it up. It's like, we've we've taken notice of your address change. It, <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> Have you got the ones where they change it and they change it back? Yes. And they're the ones changing it. They're like, in our system, in order to save space, we're truncating street to ST period. Yeah. You're like, great. And then they get another one. They're like, we changed it back to street. Thanks for taking like, hours off my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using my tax dollars to print got, those I've letters. got seven new gray hairs. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, let's uh, let's get to where we're going to wrap it up and talk about your new. Um, as I was trying to get into that earlier, personal finances. You have a new a new new book out. So you've got um, the first one is what you're basically everything you offer. Uh, what your CPA wants you to know in book about format, starting a business about yes. starting a business, and then you have a smaller rendition of this all about S corps. Yes, and now you have a new one. So take it away, Taryn. Tell us about what this new one is, where you can get it, etc. So the new one is the Personal Finance Workbook, and it is a four-week program broken into just four financial meetings with either yourself or you and your spouse, and you walk through basically everything that we think is very important for first personal finance. So not just your budget, even though we do explain budgeting in there, but you know, setting up your retirement, calculating it if you already have saved for retirement life insurance, everything. If we wanted you to do all of these things, have like a perfect personal finance picture, that's what it would be. Yeah. And then, so it's set up into a four-week program and that comes with four weeks of support from us okay. so that you'll actually do it in those wow. four weeks. Yeah, so you're... you're Sign me up. Yeah, you're <laughs> checking in to make sure they're they're doing their homework. Yeah. And, and okay. And it is homework. It's four weeks. It says like, here's what you should do before the next meeting. Here's what, mm-hmm. here's your agenda for the meeting. So you don't have to think about it because lots of people say, yeah, you should be meeting about your finances. Well, what does that even mean? <laughs> what right. should we be saying? So each thing has an agenda. And then once you get through the four weeks, we included agendas for following meetings. So if you want to make sure that you're doing them once a month, there's some extras in there to make sure that you know what to talk about once you get done with the program. Okay, and, and it can be, we had done these ourselves and then um, we did good for a while and then we, we got off track with it. And then one time we met and we realized we went through and we got rid of over $100 worth of monthly subscriptions that we weren't using. I'm not talking like we got hardcore wow. and we're like, I'm going to cut Netflix when I use Netflix. No, we kept Netflix. We kept Amazon Prime. We kept Hulu. But, all the stuff we like actually Max. used. These, yes. are, these, yeah. were, these were subscriptions to shit we never used. We hadn't used for months, and it was $100 worth of them. That's crazy. Yeah, so 1200 bucks a year you just save by cutting out the fat. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And that happens too. The subscription things, like you're, you said, Max. How they get you? Well, yeah. Discovery had its own a la carte, you know, uh, Discovery Plus or whatever, hmm. which we had. And then I noticed if you're a subscriber to Max, it also includes Discovery Plus. So it was double paying for the same shit. Yeah. So yeah. stuff like that. But and, but and, and currently and we're stuff. subscribed to Paramount Plus. We're paying for it. And recently she added the Walmart Plus thing. Yeah. Um, it it. And it includes Paramount Plus. And I haven't gone through and done the extra steps because it's like. Nine dollars a month, but I, but I need to because it it's. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I should have it for free. You yeah. know, I mean, and I just it's things like that. They add up though, especially if you're somebody that's living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So it, it can really make a difference. Which, as we stated, lots and lots and yeah. lots of people are an extra hundred dollars a month towards your debt if you don't have any but wiggle room a, in your budget is a lot. That's a small aspect of of what you're talking about here. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was yeah. Just it's a example, whole program. Yeah. This is an all-encompassing oh, yeah. program. It, it's talking about retirement. It's talking about um, life insurance account. savings. Yeah. Um, and you're and you're putting the pressure on, like you're following it up with putting the screws to them a little bit and keeping them responsible and, and having the dialogue with them. Yeah, um, I think it's something people put on the back burner super often. So hopefully that helps. Well, get sometimes started. it's tough to talk about, especially yeah. with spouses, with I mean, even business partners. Finances are just kind of tough to talk about because most people have different perceptions or different perspectives on how things should be handled. Yeah. It's it's the number one cause of divorce in America. Mm-hmm. More than religion, more than fidelity. sex or lack of sex yeah. or infidelity, money fights are the number one cause of divorce. Yeah. I, I can completely understand why. Like I said, it's just a difficult subject sometimes, or a lot of times. Um, but the way Taryn had it set up is that, or has it set up, is that you get, it's four weeks of meetings, and it's also four weeks of support. So it does kind of hold your feet to the fire. It's like, look, you paid for this thing. It's it's a good deal, but you paid for it. And if you will do the four meetings and the four weeks you're supposed to do it, you'll have support the whole time. And yeah. so if you've done all four of the meetings and all four of the, the things you're supposed to do in the book and you still have questions, it's free to, to ask mm. us and we can answer all of well, those questions. So so I know what people think. Like, it's like, okay, for most people, like this may work, but my situation is so shitty. It's not going to work for that. Mm-hmm. It's like... Th- does it work for those situations too? Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people have actually questioned the opposite. So they're like, well, we already have retire- some mm-hmm. retirement. We've already got life insurance. We budget. You know, it could be better, but is this really for me? And the answer is 100% yes, because that's why we created it. We were there. We had already went through Dave Ramsey. We had already done this. But it starts yeah. with the conversation about what is your goals? Everybody's goal is different. We want to retire early. Some people don't. Some people want to work more and some people want to travel or like pay for their kids college. So the whole four weeks starts with just talking about what's our goals. Like, what's your goal? Do you want to have someone come clean the house weekly? Do you want to have some fun money in the budget? So it really starts with like, what do we want to do? We don't tell you what your goal should be Mm -hmm. other than like if you want to retire at this time, let's work backwards and make sure that you're you're getting there. So I think that's the the best part of it is it starts with just where you're at personally. It doesn't assume anything about if you have debt, if you you know have a ton in retirement, anything. It could be for anybody. Mm-hmm. Huh. And and also 
what are your goals, but what are your non-negotiables along yeah. the way? Because for us, yeah, that's important. We're not just as important. Wait yeah. to travel, for example. Right. Like we don't buy a lot of things. We don't care about things very much. Yeah. And if people do, that's okay. We're not judging people that like things and, and they're like, hey, I love Texas and fuck everywhere else. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, great. Then then you know, buy some nice cars, buy some cool shit if that's what you're into. But just figure out what that is and make sure that's where your money's going because it's easy to let salesmen talk you into buying a nice car, for example, and you don't even care about cars. I don't care about cars at all. And I right. don't I don't hate anybody that does. The no. people that love so cars, good no, for them. Just, <laughs> I just I just don't care at all. Like if I could have a cheaper car and go on an extra vacation, that makes me happy. Yeah. And and luckily that's one thing we're on the same page on is that our non negotiable is trips. We go on four or five trips a year, some with the kids, yeah. usually one without and that seems like a lot of vacations to some people, but that's just where we put our money. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of other things that we save money on. For example, we eat at home a lot more than most people. You know, there's things like that, that, that for some people, that's a non-negotiable. They're like, yeah, I'd they, rather kill myself than cook. Great. Well then eat right. out, you know, make sure that's a non-negotiable mm-hmm. in your budget, but also make sure that it balances out and that it works. That if you want to retire when you're 60, not when you're 80, then you, you might need to make some changes. You might need to make some sacrifices, but yeah. you don't have to sacrifice the things that are most important to you. Right, right. And and so, you know, there's nothing like that. Like Dave Ramsey was very popular for a mm-hmm. while, but but Dave Ramsey doesn't negotiate with Amazon very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. There, there's things that I mean. He would say that once you're in a certain s- stage of the program, then yeah, mm-hmm. live live your life the way you want to live it. You know, go on vacation if that's your thing. But uh, if if you're in debt and you're going on vacation, he's probably going to yell at you a little bit. Yeah, and you know, I I have mixed feelings about it. We we did things a certain way, but I don't expect everyone to do that. You can have some non-negotiables and still get where you want to get. Yeah, we guide out of debt using Dave Ramsey's methods, but mm-hmm. we are definitely not 100% Dave Ramsey. And no. that's just, I feel like when you bring it up, some people just cringe. They shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, for example, I don't I don't know that you need to go down to $1,000 in your savings account and put everything else towards debt. He's been giving that advice out since like, I don't know, the 90s, maybe the 80s even. Yeah. And, and that was probably enough then. I can't think of an emergency it only requires a thousand dollars right now. Right. You know, yeah. except right. maybe you get a flat tire, maybe you could cover it with that, but definitely not two emergencies and and most emergencies are more than that. So it's you know, in his line of work you have to be consistent and I get why he's stuck with that. But if you want to keep three or five thousand dollars in savings just in case some something happens, I mean, I'm not gonna beat you up for that. Yeah. You, know, you just want to start there and then and then after that start paying off debt. Mm-hmm. And along the way you're like, hey, we're going to die someday and I want to travel every year until I die. Mm-hmm. And you want to do that too mm-hmm. and pay off debt. I'm, I'm not going to beat you up for that either. Cause I know that my, uh, my stepmom's father, he said something to them when they were talking about, Oh, when we retire, we're going to do this. When we retire, we're going to do that. He's like, Nope. Mm-mm. He's like, don't wait. Cause you, you can't, you can't wait because you, you, really be, you're, you might not yeah. have the health to do it or you might die. It's like, do it now. There's no reason to wait. Yeah. You're not promised. And tomorrow. so, yeah. yeah. And so there, there's some things that are non-negotiable. You can't have 10 non-negotiables. That's not realistic. You can't mm-hmm. be like, I want to have 
$120,000 truck and I want to go on six vacations a year and I want to retire early. You can't uh, have it. You're just going to have to make more Chance? money. <laughs> he's, right. he's literally right there. <laughs> I've been on two vacations this year. There, there's there's, there's some uh-huh. exceptions, but most people most people can't yeah, have his all kid isn't in volleyball so, yet. So yeah. you rank your things in order. Like retiring early is up there, but it's not above traveling every year. Yeah. I'm gonna, I hope... And I'm, I'm working my hardest to make sure I'm still in shape enough to do all that when I'm in my 60s. But, or it could be shit paying could happen, for your kid's you know? education, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. But well, having the, the conversation, I think yeah. that's what's important, that's right? just having the conversation and getting on the same page instead of just avoiding it. And we even right. have two pages full of, here's some examples of goals you might have. So that <laughs> two pages if worth. you can't think of what it would be, and that way you just get the conversation started. That's, that's the whole true. goal. That's that that can help rolling. inspire yeah. you to, oh, yeah, that is something well, I want to do. I want to do these three yeah. things. Right? And if, if, if I can do these three things, it's worth the hard work yeah. and doing the budget and and maybe cutting back some places that don't really matter to you. You know, we we used to spend money on shit that we didn't even like. Oh, it's, we st- how many people spend I mean, we money still on do. stuff they don't like? Yeah, you know, and and we we blew Christmas a lot of money on our donor trip, but we loved right? that. And I, I wouldn't hate take Christmas that back. decorations. Hate Christmas, time. yeah, but I spend money and, every year on them. And if you go to Goodwill or um, what's the, right? what's what's the one that it benefits blind people? We used to go to all the time. Uh, the other one, it's a resale store like Goodwill, but it's better. Plato's I Closet. Don't remember what it's called? Well, that's just closed, but it was another one. It was uh, it was awesome. It was another resale store that I thought was better than Goodwill. Dude, you could get Christmas decorations there for like a dollar a piece. Sometimes you walk to the register with something, they're like, no, no, that's what we paid Wait, for at a, the garage sale. It's 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 a dollar fifty. Secondhand like, store oh, for uh, blind people? Uh, the, the money No, the so, money, no, the money goes totally blind. To We're poor and blind. Un- unlike Goodwill, the money to this one specifically goes to like benefit blind people. Oh, okay. So the proceeds. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a store. It's, it's like Goodwill. It's a nonprofit, but but people <laughs> donate stuff and they sell it to other people for cheap. And well, we used to man, we used to get a lot of stuff there. I actually have some kick-ass whiskey glasses yeah. that I got from that store, and I can't remember what it's called. You're going to have to we, think of this. The CCA, right? Yeah. Christian Community Action. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and they had Selling some... Uh, whiskey they, glasses. They, yeah, there were some whiskey <laughs> glasses that they had there that are really cool. Leavenworth, Kansas is yeah. where they were from. Yeah. Secondhand stores are legit, and yeah. uh, Sarah's, man, she's really been all about it, especially with having little ones that outgrow shit on a daily basis, yeah. are done you know, over their toys on a daily yeah. basis. Like we're, We've got a steady yeah. rotation of oh, stuff going out to a secondhand that, store and then buying stuff to bring home because yeah. they have cool shit. Yeah, they do. Speaking of that, we need to give you some car seats. Okay. We have five sitting in the garage that the cats are sitting in. If they're still in good shape. They're seat. not past the five. They're at five years. You're supposed to throw them away, but yeah. they're not even close to that. We just upgraded to booster seats. Uh-huh. We've got five unused car seats sitting in the garage for the next stage. You, okay. You're still Wait. in we're facing still backwards, yeah, we're but, still but, throw but when you start trash. facing forward, we have the next step like ready to go. Uh huh. What were yeah, you saying? You might as well throw them in the trash. Why? You lost him at cats sitting in them. <laughs> oh. I'm highly allergic to them. <laughs> I'll clean them. We're on the fence with Corey. I'll clean them for if you. She's re- uh, allergic to them or not. No, they can be cleaned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll, we'll clean them for you. Pressure washer. Yeah. The, the whole fabric comes off. You can throw them in the washer. Yeah. You, you can ask your wife it's about that. It's a good car that. seat. Yeah. Yeah. A washing oh. machine is a thing you put fabric in and detergent, and then you. <laughs> I wash my own clothes, thank you. I prefer the pressure washer method, though. Like one of my neighbors <laughs> laughed his ass off. He drove by and I was out pressure washing. We got a secondhand bouncer thing for court. And I'm like, this thing's got dust and shit all over it. So I went out and pressure washed it in the driveway. <laughs> no, that's, it all cleaned that, up that's where you should get all the toys because they're so overpriced. And what, what's the place oh, we used God, to get yeah. the kids' toys from? 
We used to get sailors toys. Now we're lazy and we order them new, but we used to get used toys on everything. What was that place? I don't know. Kids to kids, I think. Kids to yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like strollers and 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 baby walkers and like every kids toy needed. thing you could think of and it would be like $3, but at new it's like 100. Yeah, toys are anything kid or baby related is like mark that shit up because people are going to pay for it. And um, people use them three times and mm-hmm. they get rid of them. Like so many. If if your kid ever gets into Paw Patrol, oh please, we're about to get rid of all that. <laughs> we're we're thousands of dollars worth of Paw Patrol toys. Yeah, we're we're trying to not utilize screen time for as long as possible. Yeah, um, yeah. So sometimes she might not know if she got a Paw Patrol tire, she'd be like. Thanks. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Why? Why is it like mm-hmm. this? <laughs> My dog's right here. Who, whose dog is this? Um, Toys R Us is supposedly reopening. That's a really? thing again. It was didn't it, didn't the stock get bought by a conglomerate of toy manufacturers hmm. so that really? they could try to keep it open? I thought whenever they went out of business and they ended up going bankrupt, that's what happened. Is like a lot of the. Toy manufacturers that sold like the toys are us. Together. They, they went in together and bought the stock to try to keep some of the stores open. Huh. Okay, so maybe that's the situation. Yeah, yeah we we actually when it's kind of sad because I mean we went to Babies R Us when Sailor was born and we bought a lot of stuff there. Yeah, and when I was a kid, Toys R Us that was like it was almost like going to Six Flags. Oh, you know, yeah, well, you just get to walk around yeah. through there and find stuff. It was an amusement park and toy store all in one. Yeah, it was play the video best. games. Babies R Us. It's a cool place. Um, I, I confess we kind of, you know, dicked them because we went there and found what we liked and then went on Amazon and found it $100 cheaper. Yeah. Uh, we did buy her crib and that set up from Babies R Us. It's a really good store. I, I put Barnes & Noble out of business the same way. I used to go scan the barcodes <laughs> on the books at Barnes & Noble and then buy it on Amazon for half the price. Jeff Bezos is, is <laughs> why him. he is because of you then. Have you seen <laughs> the pictures of him with his new little young hot wife? Where he's sitting in the cab of like an old '60s model farm truck with his stupid. Like, only in America can some asshole pretend that he a billionaire asshole pretend like he's some poor downtrodden farmhand in a photo op and make millions of people love. Huh, no, maybe he does own. I mean, he might own more farmland than you. Him and oh, him I'm and, sure he does. Bill Gates, the, yeah. like the guy does employ a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't knock what Bezos has done. I can. I can hit on any billionaires that I want. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like I don't. It's hard for me too because I'd be a hypocrite because I order, I don't know, three yeah. things a day. I'm not Amazon. knocking what he's done. I'm knocking what he's trying to pull off with his image. Like Elon came to Texas, brought his rocketry and stuff here, and you know, but kind of came mean, a pseudo text. And then yeah. Bezos did the same thing, put on his farm hat that some poor immigrant war for 20 <laughs> years and wore out and he puts it on his head and he's like oh look at me i work so hard i'm a blue collar man yippee ki yeah. <laughs> yeah no you're not a blue collar man in the meantime he makes a bezos. rocket ship that looks like last a name bezos anyway like where does that come from i mean <laughs> what the fuck wow you're hating on him hard yeah. <laughs> anyways uh, but can he- you find your new book on amazon you cannot just oh, okay. what your cpa wants you to know.com okay uh, we, we, we if you put it on there, they take seventy percent. What if you if, unless it's unless it's nine ninety nine or less? Yeah. So if you sell a book that's nine ninety nine or less, they only take like thirty percent. Yeah. But if it's more than that, they take seventy percent. Okay, that's insane. Yeah, that's it's huge freaking crazy. Chunk. So we we we're selling it ourselves. Yes. Gotcha. You're um, waving your hand, Heath. Well, the GoPro, the camera on them cut out. 
We knew really? It, we knew it would, but it okay. made it to two hours Where's this the one time. Yeah. Where, where is that one? Uh, right right here in face. front of you. Yeah, right here in front of you. Oh, so it's, it's facing it's, this way. I thought it was facing that way. Yeah, uh, it's a good place to wrap this up then. So uh, your books, all three of them, can be found in physical or PDF, like digital format, too. Yes. Uh, all at what your CPA wants you to know. Yes.com. Check out Taryn and her socials, Modern Barnuminium. Taryn Sands on TikTok, Facebook, What Your CPA Wants to, You to Know. And also Instagram. You have two Instagram accounts, right? Yes. Okay. So cool. we're at What Your CPA Wants You to Know on Instagram, too. Yeah. Find them and uh, show them some love. She deserves it. And thanks. you guys deserve it. Well, thanks uh, Thanks for the chat. No, it was the, great. Yeah. Yeah. The visit once again. Thanks for having us. Are they, our, are they our only guest to, like, official professional guest to return yeah, I think, I think so. I think it is, no, yeah. we'll have to make it a three-peat. Who, no. who's, who's been on twice? Will. Oh, uh, that was that was. He doesn't not, count. Yeah, we'll just have one. to make it a three. There's nobody more professional <laughs> than Will. Will Carpenter <laughs> is the most professional man I've ever That's met. Me, I know, right? <laughs> yes, very, very professional. I just drove by him today. He was taking his trash out very professionally. He's very professional about recycling. And then also, uh, go and show their podcast some love. Leave them a review. What's your CPA wants you to know podcast on? Listen, you've never found so much free accounting advice in your life. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Carson, Taryn, thanks for coming back on. Thanks Good for welcome. having us. Happy holidays to everybody. Good night. You've been listening to the Whiskey Bros Around the Table. Gracias por convivir con los hermanos Whisky.